Hey, welcome to the cone phone. I'm I'm the cone. This is the phone. Uh, gonna be taking your calls. I'm gonna be going on vacation uh, tomorrow, going to New York. So I'm not gonna be streaming. I'll just be posting videos of pizza, unless the spreadsheet beats me to it. Because every time I have an idea, that spreadsheet. Anyway, it's my last stream of the week. Um, take your calls. Last time I did a cone phone, BD49ers like called me out, and he like took too long, but he did a good job and. I figured, it, it, I, I cut up the video, I put it up, it did well, so I want to give other people the opportunity to call me out if they want, or you can call other people. Uh, I got Chris Telerico first in line, so wait up, Chris. <clears throat> first thing I want to say is, I feel like I've had a little bit of an epiphany with this Trey Lance hate. I feel like, you know, there's like an anyone but Trey movement, where it was Jimmy Garoppolo, and then he fell apart, and then the anyone but Trey movement jumped on the Brock Purdy bandwagon, and they're just like itching to go on the Sam Darnold bandwagon too, if Brock Purdy isn't come back quick enough. And it's like, where is this coming from? How could, how could so many people be so down on a young quarterback with four starts? It's unprecedented. And I feel like it's a, it's a very specific 49er fan thing. And I think it's a holdover, carryover from the Colin Kaepernick era. I think people don't talk about it, but a lot of people, a lot of Niner fans still have very strong negative feelings towards Colin Kaepernick for a lot of reasons. And I think, of the people who feel that way about Colin, a lot of those people don't like Trey Lance. And I mean, I don't know why. Uh, you could probably figure it out, but they have certain similarities. And I think a lot of the people who deep down hate Colin Kaepernick also deep down never like Trey Lance, which don't think is fair. And I think that's why when people who say, hey, doesn't Trey Lance deserve another opportunity or hasn't he not really been given a fair shot? When those people say, oh, man, he's been given a ton of shots, a ton of chances, that's what makes us feel like, hey, where, where is this coming from? Um, the other thing about this uh, is the people who argue against Trey Lance, like the Flaves of the world. No offense, Flav. But it feels kind of disingenuous. On the one hand, like, they'll get into an argument, and if you hit them with a good argument, they'll deflect it or they'll um, ignore the point. So it's like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to get to the truth? Are you, you open-minded and trying to learn? Uh, are you bouncing ideas off someone? Or are you arguing? Are you in like a first-take competitive arguing contest? Because people who do that are so boring to me. You don't listen. You know, you just repeat yourself. You have your little talking points. And you literally deflect it and ignore good points. I try to never do that on my show. I bring people on and I'm open-minded and I change my mind all the time. I feel like there's so many people who are like, man, I said this first. I'm never changing my mind. And again, that to me is boring. Repeating yourself every single day, having the same opinion, always never changing it despite new evidence. So um, the anti-Trey Lance coalition, that's what it feels like to me. Um, it's kind of a holdover of the anti-Colin Kaepernick coalition. I don't know. What do you guys think? All right, let's take some calls. Justin is a new member. Thank you very much, Justin. Appreciate you. Chris, first in line today, baby. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm going to calm down a little bit. I, last time I was I was all a little excited when I got on because it's the first time I had had. Well, yeah. Yeah. Also, so let me start with Trey. And you are 100% correct. The people who, at least in my mind, you know, I don't know for sure. The same people who were against moving on from Alex to Colin are probably the same people who are against moving on from Jimmy to Cap or Jimmy yeah. to Trey. 
And it, you know, you're not going to say it because you probably can't, but I will go ahead and say it. Whether it's conscious or unconscious, it is bias against him. Uh, I don't, right. I, right. I don't, no doubt. I, no doubt. I, right. Right. I'm not saying like all the because like what I want to be, I, no. I, I work with a lot of content creators who are sort of tapping into this audience. And I want to be real clear, like I'm going to keep working with them. I'm not calling you on uh, racist or whatever. It just like, you know, you're tapping into that audience and you know who's in that audience. Right. It's yeah, like fortune it, audience. It's like, right. The, right. Yeah. You're not. So you'll take the money one way or another, but it's got to feel icky. Right. Kind of it, to me, it would, and not but, everyone who's anti Trey Lance is, is also in that. No, category. no, no, it's and that's what I want to make sure. People and right. I don't think anybody who's anti Trey Lance sometimes knows why they're anti Trey Lance. I think right. that there is a lot of that's a good point uh, unconsciousness going on. I think that, um, I don't know, Flav, I don't know, but I watched his croc stuff and I watched I just actually watched the video of you and coach yesterday talking about him and. He's tapping into that group, and whether he knows it or not, that's not the group. Someone who looks like me, someone who looks like you, wants to be tapping into if unless you agree with them. It's not, it's not the kind of company you want to keep unless you actually do believe in them and what yeah. stuff that they think. Yeah. And, um. Makes you wonder. And, I mean, we've all kind of said, like, Flav, we like you, man. We like you, man. But you understand how you're coming off and what you're doing, right? And he was like, I know what I'm doing. But, but, but hold on. So the, I don't want to just attack him because he does give me hell. No, no, no. And he may be a true believer in the fact. And I, when I watched the Crocs. No, stuff, but he said yesterday on my show, he's like, man, yeah, you know, did, like, did, you know, I, I'm trying to be, you know, shocking. And do, don't yeah. you do things for reactions sometimes? Like, so you're not even going to stand behind it? So you're going to say you're going to repeat yourself every day for two years, spend money, go on uh, – and, and then you're like, well, you know, I'm just trying to make a name for myself out here. Like, come yeah. on, man. Come on. Dude, that's not honest. Or... Be honest. No, it's not. Yeah. And the, honestly, do we know what Trey is? No, we don't. We haven't seen enough of him. But what we have seen is promising. He won most of, you know, he won that game in Houston and it was him. But he lost the game in Arizona because of Kyle. <laughs> it, it wasn't him. He played as well as he could with what Kyle gave him to work with. And I don't know. I just it, – it, I feel bad for the kid because I just think it's funny that, that some of these um, – some of these fans are so scared of a quarterback with talent. You know, mm -hmm. they're, they're so drawn to the guy who can't throw it down the field, can't do all these things. And they love the idea of, like, well, you don't need to do that things. You can be mediocre in life and just check it down and da-da-da-da-da. Like, it's funny how many people, how that resonates with so many yeah. people. It's like, man, yeah. you should have higher standards for yourself. And maybe you would appreciate people with upside. And, and you can win a lot of games doing that way. You can go far being mediocre, but you can't get to the top being mediocre. You're never going to get to the top being mediocre. And that's why this regime is doomed to fail because they yeah, why would you want to try that what why right why i mean it's the hard it, way it, right i mean and and it's the 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 way it, you yes football's fluky but at the end of the day you know the playmakers make the plays that win you the games and that's why the niners lost in 2021 that's why they lost the super bowl against kansas city that's why you know they keep they're they're going to take a step back this year, and I don't know 
if it's going to be just because of Kyle or the quarterback position or the offensive. I mean, it's there's so many things that are just not going to break this. Let me have, They're a, counter. Gonna lose Let me have a counter to you. Let me have a counter. Kyle okay. Shanahan is like hilariously run first. He's so old school in a pass first league. He is a run. F- I don't even like even McVay is like, OK, we don't even do that. Yeah, like we're passing. Uh, the well, ball. But no, no, not, not Kyle first. Right, right. So, like, whatever. So, that's what he wants to do. So, he has McCaffrey, and he has Mason, and he has Mitchell. Like, he has the deepest running back room he's had mm, maybe ever with this team. And I think his offense sort of goes as his running back goes. Doesn't mean he's going to win the Super Bowl. But I could see him winning another 12, 13, 14 games if somehow they keep Christian McCaffrey healthy. But knowing him, McCaffrey will be hurt by week two. Yes, he'll run him up the middle. On a a second and eight, he'll run him up the middle. In September. In September. Right. And he and and he'll lose them for six, seven uh-huh. weeks. And uh-huh. he won't he won't put Jay, he won't put Mason in. He'll put in right. uh Mitchell and Mason. then maybe somewhere mm-hmm. along that way, Trey gets to start and Trey oh. will run up the middle. I mean Yeah, but by the time Trey plays, all the running backs will be hurt. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Right. Yeah. And, and and you know, we'll have the highest paid fullback, like one of the two. It's, and that's they won't important. run because every most Super Bowl champions have okay. the highest paid fullback. That's that's a of course. pattern. Yeah, and and most uh, and and you know I I, just, I uh, this this regime is just something else, dude. And it you know I, I I if the reports are true and the Patriots offer the Niners a second round pick straight up for Jimmy after the Super Bowl, why wouldn't you have taken that? You knew that they knew Jimmy wasn't the guy. And they didn't I have, a, take I have a, a theory about that one. Okay. Yeah. I think I still think Kyle and John are way on different pages at the quarterback spot. Yeah. I oh, think yeah. John loved Jimmy. I think John loved yeah. Jimmy. And I think Kyle blamed Jimmy for the Super Bowl loss and John didn't. John said, man, this is his first full season. He's getting better. And so yes. when Tom Brady thing uh, um, arose, I think John was fully against it. And Kyle was like, you know, wishy washy as always. And didn't hold on yeah. and didn't make a decision. So they don't do yeah. it. And then if you remember, they played Tom Brady this year. And in like the Wednesday press conference, someone asked Kyle about Tom and he has this really weird thing where he goes, who, whoever said he was washed a few years ago, who said that? <laughs> like John, it almost felt like he was taking the shot publicly. Oh, yeah. saying. So there, that's there's a lot of those kind of things that you can see now that, you know, a little bit now, not they've been around a little bit longer. It's like, oh, who's leaking all this bad stuff about Trey? Mm. Well, it's not mm. going to be Kyle because Kyle doesn't talk to you guys. Right. It's gonna be so Lynch, it could be the owner, it could be the, yeah, the, 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 could I don't be the, think it's yeah. Jed because Jed seems could to be. worship the ground that Shanny walks on. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I also want I'll never love. rule out Jed, I'll never rule out no. Jed. You never I know because I always wonder. I'm not accusing Jed, he's worth billions of dollars, he could kill me. Um, yeah. crush me, but uh, <laughs> I always wonder, like, what do you do if, if you're not talking to reporters? Like, what do you really do on the 40? Well, that's because I think your parents never, are sort of in charge. I never see yeah. him, I never hear from him unless I think he kind of wants to be in the loop. Hey, let's mm-hmm. talk, okay? But I, I, again, I, Jed, I don't know, allegedly, right? Allegedly, <laughs> no, no, I'd also, <laughs> I would love to know what the trade was to what the negotiation was to move up to get Trey, you know. Did they did they start at three first round picks and Miami's like hell yeah, or did they go, you know how about we'll swap picks and then Miami said no nah. you know what I mean I want to know what the because it doesn't seem like they negotiate at all it seems like whatever you want you got it unless it's like what happened with them trying to trade Kirk Cut or trade Trey this offseason in Minnesota 
my guess is the Niners were saying, hey, trade for Kirk, straight up. Minnesota wanted too much. And mm. that's probably why it didn't happen. And mm. I don't see Trey on this team long term because I can't imagine Trey wanting to come back. How are they going to explain picking up his fifth-year option without actually playing him? I know they will. They won't. But I just think I mean, they're really literally legitimately afraid of him going somewhere else and succeeding. So it's like, are, what are they going to do? Yeah. He will succeed. So he already, so he already broke his leg. Is there yep. anything else that's going to happen to this guy before he leaves the organization? You're going to absolutely ruin his career before he gets another chance somewhere yeah. else. What's going to happen? Are you going to RG three him for real? Right. That's what I was just going to say. You are you really did. just going to RG three him and have Please. somebody sitting in the back with a crowbar ready to tack his knees? And I hate like to it. make it racial, but like, there are only so many black quarterbacks. Yes. This family has already ruined one's career inadvertently yes. or whatever. Don't do it twice. If you don't like him, let him go. Yes. Yes. This, this family, well, and yeah. they have a really bad track record with black quarterbacks. I mean, it's even, really I mean, re, not the even, they talk about them too. It's like, hey, man, you know, we got you, man. You're going to have to play a certain way for right. you to have success. Like, they got really? that what's that way? Language. What's that way, coach? What, t- yeah. What's the word that you're, what you're, that you're not saying? Yeah, exactly. I can't play like Kirk. Why? What's different between me and Kirk, coach? Chris, I got to take more calls, man. But I, I, I know, I know, I know you do, man. You got, you, 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 like the last thing you want to say, because I kept interrupting you. No, no, no. I, I just, I, I just feel bad for the kid. And I, <sighs> yeah, exactly. And you know where this is going. And the, the, there's, I'll tell you where this areas. is going. He's going to play this year because every quarterback's going to play this yes. year because Kyle Short, Shanahan couldn't keep a quarterback healthy because he didn't care. Yes. Because he didn't care. So that's what's going to happen. He'll get his chance. It's just like, who else is going to be healthy when he's on the field? <laughs> Well, no, no, there's that too. I don't know. Right. I, I really do think that this regime is on borrowed time right now. I, I have I, I have to hope it's that the Brock least... Purdy borrowed time. If they didn't have Brock Purdy, what would what would their whole regime look like? Would they have brought Jimmy back? Would they yes. be trying to sell well, Sam you know, you know Carter right now? I really don't think Jimmy would have come back. I think no. that there's just like Trey, when Trey hits free agency, not if, because he will. Yeah, exactly. He's going to go somewhere else. He's going to go to Minnesota. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I would do if I were him, too. I I, I would go anywhere. Anywhere. Like even even Vegas. I would go to Vegas. Oh, that, yeah. I, Jimmy. Yes. Maybe. We're back. Right. Right. Because yeah. Jimmy's got, what, two years left in him? Maybe. Maybe. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so many teams lining up to get him. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Atlanta wanted him. Denver wants him. I, I just – I. They're going to, hey, this this regime is just so inept, and this organization is just so inept. It, it's painful. Three NFC Championship games in four years, baby. Chris, thank yeah. you very much, man. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Good Thanks, man. Later. No, the Niners really are insulated by those three NFC Championship games in four years, but no ring, soon as you have a down year, no one cares about the three NFC Championship games in four years. So keep it going. Cool Frog, you ready? Rocky Mountain Razorback, I can't let you on the show unless you just turn on your uh, camera because you could be a pervert. In fact, I got to wonder. So I have to vet you. Turn your camera on if you want to be on the show. Otherwise, no. Cool Frog and then voice ad agency. What's up, Cool Frog? Hi. All right. So I wanted to talk about Trey. This yeah. is an unpopular opinion on your channel. They didn't do anything wrong, and I think Trey was actually put in the best situation. And if he doesn't work out this year, he's not going to work out on any other team in the league, not a single other one. And here's why. He was, out of all the rookie quarterbacks taken in the 2021 draft, he was put in the best situation. 
he had tons of talent like George Kittle, Debo, Brandon Ayuk to throw to. He had great offensive line that he had the best offensive lineman in the league on the team, Trent Williams, that they traded for the year earlier. And and he was put on a Super Bowl contender. And the other quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence has put on a rebuilding franchise. So, you know, uh, so was Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. Uh, Mac Jones was put in a good situation as well, but I think Trey had the better one. And he had a good head coach teaching him everything that could go his way. And he's gotten hurt. And if he doesn't show anything this season, then, you know, it's just debt doesn't work out. And the talent just really wasn't there. And what other team is going to invest in him like we did? What other team? I mean, there's so much other talent out there in the draft like next year. Caleb Williams, uh, that quarterback from, I think, North Carolina. There's so much other talent from in the draft, from around the league, that they don't have to really invest in Trey Lance. And so why would they? Some team might pick him up to be a backup and maybe start if the starter gets injured. Or a rebuilding team might pick him up because, you know, why not? We're going to lose anyway. But other than that, I don't think I, – I think this is his last chance in the league. The Niners won't pick up his fifth-year option. He might be cut if he When you say this is his last year. chance in the league, but yeah. you also think another team's going to pick him up, which one do you mean? This is his last chance in the league or he's going to get on another team? Well, this is his last chance to be a starter in the league. At Quarterbacks can be backups for like years. Yeah. W- what about what just happened to there Geno Smith? Of- I mean, he was a backup for like five years and then he now he's a starter. At 30. He's a backup for like, yeah, he was backup back for, for a, while. a ton of years. Almost, almost yeah, a, but now he's a starter. He's a yeah, pro bowler like last year. Half a decade or whatever. Yeah. That's did you write off Geno Smith after four it. stars? Or you're like, man, this guy just ain't it. I, I, I did think it was trash. But did. that's like a miracle story. And even then, towards the end of the season. Well, there uh, was Steve Young. Steve season. Young. I mean, a lot a lot of quarterbacks sort of take a yeah, little while. Yeah, I mean, these, but these are extraordinary stories. These aren't commonplace stories. You know, these are. Less likely. I mean, Brock Purdy was an extraordinary story. Extraordinary stories happen all. In fact, I think it's kind of typical. I think what's more extraordinary is when when young quarterbacks knock it out of the park right out of the gate. Most young quarterbacks struggle early. Most of them. I mean, damn, like all of them, except for Brock and Jimmy. And and but Jimmy, but now, but now Jimmy's going to be in the Hall of Fame. So that that quick start was a foreshadowing of what was to come for him, as it is with Jim, with Brock. I'm being snarky now, and I don't feel that way, cool frog, because you're being cool for a frog. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from NE, Nebraska. So Nice, dude. And how old are you? Uh, I'm, a, I just, I'm an adult. I'm 18. <laughs> Barely. You said I'm an adult. That's funny. Hey, no, thanks for calling yeah. in, man. You did a really good job. I thought you yeah. argued your position really well. I think you're a smart guy, and I think thanks. you might be right. So I appreciate you, man. Thank you. All right, yeah, thank you. All right, cool, Frog. That was cool. It took guts to come on the show and take me, take me on head-to-head. I thought it was, uh, did a good job. So salute to the cool frog. Why would you call yourself cool frog, though? Thomas says, here's five bucks. Thank you, Thomas. Voice ad agency, man. What's oh, going the on, room in the house. What's up, dude? I know, man. Here. Did you see me fumble? I wonder what all you see when. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's up? 
Uh, not much, man. So, hey, first thing first, always uh, make a habit of just trying to call you out. You can definitely sure. call me out because you've been very consistent on Saturdays, which I have not been, and I catch you on a Friday. But uh, are you going to make it to Jacksonville? Uh, am I going to make it to Jacksonville? I haven't booked yet, but I mean, yeah, most likely, unless life gets All right. So we'll see. All right. I, mean, cool. I don't even know if I'm going to be alive by then, but we'll see. I, you know, <laughs> True that. That's kind of a morbid thing to say. I won't say that anymore. Kyle. Well, you know, Kyle said it too once. Yeah. Uh, quick thing advice yeah. for you. If you go to uh, Jacksonville, I would uh, take an extra day, go into Savannah, which is two hours away oh, from yeah. Jacksonville, and That's then drive actually, up yeah. there. If you're bringing your wife, I would say do that. I, because, I, yeah. I have a feeling she's not going to want to come. I think <laughs> she signed right. on to Pittsburgh and Minneapolis so far, but the rest she's All like, right. Because it's exhausting. The Friday, Monday turnaround is tiring when it's a cross country. I'm just saying. I bet. Tiring. It's tough. But anyway, let's talk some football. All right. So here's my thing as far as with Flav, if I'm pronouncing his name right. We don't know his name. He doesn't actually go by a name. Okay. So so where Flav loses all credibility to me is that he was already arguing that Jimmy Garoppolo was better than Trey Lance. Right. That that's where you just lose a anybody that's just like on the uh Brock Purdy bandwagon, you know, completely could understand uh as far as his starts and everything else. But mm-hmm. you know, I I remember when you were first um I believe this is when when Trey, when Trey was getting the start uh before Jimmy came back and uh, I was in OTAs and you were uh reporting there. And the days that he like threw an interception or so, your comments were like, well, don't, uh, don't overthink it. Jimmy did this all the time. You know, he's always through interceptions. Yeah. So where I think my anger toward the coaching staff is where they just never let Trey be Trey or to find out what they truly had instead of running him like a, a running back all the time. Because, you know, if you think about that team, we always overcame turnover. So what were you really afraid of? Like Jimmy turned it over all the damn time in many different ways, whether it was fumble, uh, throwing to a linebacker, which was his specialty that we felt sometimes. What I don't like about this thing with the Niners is they're holding Trey to this practice standard. They're like, look, he doesn't even get to be on the field because he hasn't been good enough in practice or whatever. But they're acting like that, that that standard, that rubric that they judge people on in practice is so good at predicting game performance. But if that had been the case, then Brock Purdy would have played earlier, way earlier. I agree. So I, I just don't understand how you can. It's like it seems to me that Jimmy Garoppolo played and had success so early that all of a sudden you couldn't judge him based on practice because he won five games in the regular season. So whatever he did in practice didn't yeah. matter. Same with Brock. Like, he didn't light it up in training camp. He wasn't the number two guy out of training camp. He barely made the team based off his practice performance. Then he lights it up in games, and he's a gamer, and now, like, he doesn't, he doesn't have to compete. Nothing he does in practice matters. But since Trey hasn't been given an opportunity to show that he's a gamer because they keep getting him hurt playing running back, he has to be perfect in practice where the other quarterbacks don't have to be perfect in practice. That's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah, I agree. And But also, too, I, I just, like, with the team that we had, that they always overcame turnovers and everything else with Jimmy. So I just don't understand why were they so worried about that with a young Trey, if he would have turned the ball over or so. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I just don't understand why 
having a young, talented quarterback with potential who might take a little time is so off-putting to so many fans. Like, this is not what we need. Like, man, why? Why are you so eager to fall back on the most humblest of skill sets? Why is that where you want to be? Like, why do you want to root for the quarterback with the weakest arm in, in the league? I'm nothing against that guy, but like, that's it. That's your yeah. ideal quarterback. Why? How come the people who like Jimmy also like Brock, also like Darnold, but don't like Trey and didn't like Kaepernick? What's that about? Well, then that's the other part of the credibility that's just lost. Like, how in the hell did Darnold come into play in this? You know, your your dad, you guys had a show where uh, you guys were talking about quarter acts and forget what the phrase you said, but uh, they have a little bit of a spontaneous genius or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of yeah. So, I, I mean, yeah, I, I could see that in Trey. I could see that in Brock, you know, given time. Yeah, because we, we have seen flashes of where things break down and, you know, they make a play happen. I don't see that in Darnold, and we've seen many games of him. So I don't even see how he's crept up uh, uh, he into has the conversation. Like, he has, like, spontaneous stupidity. I'm so sorry. That's what it is. No, but, like, again, though, but, but, but like, the Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy lover, like, not lovers, but, like, the guys who – those are their favorite quarterbacks. Kyle's not with you on that. Kyle ran Jimmy out of town. He was forced upon Kyle. Kyle ran him out of town. And instead of embracing Brock Purdy this offseason – Kyle brought in Sam Darnold, who is not a dinker and a dunker. He was the third pick in the draft. He has a big arm. He can get it down the field. He's not quite the athlete that Trey Lance is, but but there's a reason he went third overall, and Kyle is not going to settle for Brock. He's not going to settle for Jimmy. He's not as excited about your favorite quarterback as you are, just like he wasn't as excited about Jimmy. So I just want to say that Kyle's on our side on this debate, and even if it – I think he's had the realization that he's not a good enough coach to coach Trey, essentially, and he's hoping that – um he can do it with Darnold that like Darnold doesn't need actual coaching. He just needs a change of scenery. I think that's what he's thinking, but we'll see. Anyway, I think that's fair enough. Take some more calls voice. Definitely. All right, voice. Good to see you, man. Later. Shane Cooley says when Brock became QB one last year, my parents became obsessed with Niners football. Haven't seen them that excited since my senior year of football made me jealous. Wish I could be Purdy. I will say one thing um, about Purdy. I've been thinking about this a lot. I wish my mom could have seen him play. She would have fucking loved Brock Purdy. How could you not? I mean, everyone loves Brock Purdy, but I feel like he really resonates with people who don't watch that much football. It's like, look at that little guy. Look at him go. Kind of like, anyway, my mom would have loved Brock Purdy. She really would have loved last season. She would have got a kick out of it. And she probably would have told me to be nicer to him. Sorry, mom. Yeah. Uh, okay. Caplo ENT says, are we really uh, Niner fans or player fans is what I question at this point. Yeah, right? Like, if you're a Niner fan, your attitude should be like, I'm kind of over this quarterback competition. Just wake me up when you decide who it is, and I'll root for the dude. Right? Kind of? All right, Justin, what's up? Hey, Grant. Thanks for having me on, man. Uh, of course, man. It's an honor. So, I really like your takes, honestly. It's uh, it's nice to have a little different opinion than kind of the vanilla stuff you get online from, like, Mayoko and stuff like that, but... I was just going to say, I've been following this team for a long time. I'm kind of surprised that people don't recognize that. I mean, we as a fan base are pretty critical of quarterbacks. I mean, it's been going on for a long time. I don't know that it's, I don't know that it's a Trey Lance thing. I think, I think probably because we give up so much to go get him, people have the high expectations. So he's held to a higher standard, but 
mean, I don't know that it's a personal thing against Trey Lance. I have a little bit different opinion. <clears throat> I mean, I personally think that they're kind of holding off on Trey because uh, really everybody's written him off to this point. Everyone's like, mm-hmm. oh, they got they got Purdy. They brought in Darnold. And all of a sudden, everybody's acting like having four quarterbacks is, is too much. I mean, we went through four last year, right? So I think you got – you got several competent quarterbacks. That's not a bad thing per se, but I mean, ultimately I expect for Lance to get the start. I mean, really what, what do we expect of him? We seen Brock Purdy come in and and just basically all you got to do is, is operate Shanahan's offense. You don't have to like the guy. He's good at designing plays. Right. I mean, so it's not like he's got to come in and knock it out of the park or anything like that. He's just got to be able to operate it. And then the fact that he can bomb the ball, I mean, that's huge. Plus, he can run. Oh, he maybe isn't so explosive or whatever they expected him to be. But, I mean, ultimately, I, I expect him to get the start. I Whether or not he takes it and runs with it, I don't know. Um, can't really say one way or the other. Haven't seen enough of the guy to know. I mean, you've probably seen him more, obviously, than – than I've seen. I've just seen stuff online, but I, th- I mean, how bad can the guy possibly be? I mean, Brock Purdy. I just feel like they, I just feel like they drafted him and they're like, Hey bud, you're a big project. So you got a lot of work to do. You got a lot of homework to do on your own. And right. when you're ready, let us know. It's like, Whoa, wait a second. And they're basically saying like, yeah, man, he didn't develop himself. What are we supposed to do? And we put a good team around him. We gave him $15 million. We said, go develop yourself. And this, this 22 year old couldn't do it. I mean, what more do you want? You want us to coach him? We can't really do that. You know what I mean? The CBA doesn't really let us. So it's on him. Like, And everyone's like, yeah, that, that checks out. It's definitely Trey's responsibility to develop himself. That's how it's done. Right. And they're kind of letting him run with that narrative, right? Like he didn't come in. He's not like this world beater right off the bat. So we're going to write him off. But I think, you know, I think they probably have a little more patience for him than we're thinking. I mean, he's still under contract, right? He's got time to develop. Um why not give him an opportunity, see what he can do this year, and then if he sucks, he's you know, whatever, move on. But honestly, develop's a you, funny word. What's that? Like, it gave me develops a funny word because it's like, how do you do that without playing? They tried the first year. Hey, just develop on the practice field. Like, how'd that go? I, I think you need to play to develop. I think that's kind of the Niners problem here. You took a guy with no experience, try to develop him on the practice field. And then three years in, you're like, darn, it didn't work. It's like, yeah, I could have told you that wasn't gonna work. You have to actually play football. It's way different than practice. We shouldn't even right. call practice football. That should be like basketball on grass. Call that basketball on grass. And then you got football on Sundays with hitting. Right. right. I mean, did he really get a chance, though? I don't know that he ever got a chance. He got the injury the one year on the finger. He got a chance to play basketball on grass, but he never got a chance to play football. Yeah. So, I mean, we were feeling like, oh, we can go out and win. So, why not let him have a chance? And then, you know, uh, he ended up getting the finger injury, so they let you know Jimmy play or whatever. And then the last year, he got the ankle injury, so he's really never had the chance. I think we get to see it this year. Probably people think I'm crazy for saying that, but I just feel like they're kind of letting the narrative be what it is. Um, you know, maybe there isn't much to gain from catching people off guard, but aren't people expecting Purdy to to play? And he himself is like, "Well, I don't know if I'm going to play this year." So it's like, well, let people believe that. Let let people think he's on track. He's going to be back to start. And, you know, I think Shanahan's just petty enough that, hey, you know, Purdy took us so far, but you didn't win us the game, bud. Like, you got hurt, and that's kind of – and he, they blame him. So he's not assured of anything. I feel like 
it's only smart to bring in somebody like Darnold if it's on. I mean, it's not super expensive contract, correct? I mean, it's there's so there's upside there. It's kind of they're just kind of hedging their beds a little bit. And I don't, I like say, I don't know that there's so much uh, writing him off right away as I think they're going to give him an opportunity this year. And whether or not it happens or, or not, then we'll know what we got. But yeah, man, that's really all I got. Right, I, I appreciate you having me on. Thanks for waiting, man. Thanks for calling in. Absolutely. Yes. All right. We got Rocky Mountain Razorback and the Vermilia Sports Report, then 10H, Ted H6. Of course I know Ted. What's up, Ted? I just can't speak English today. Rocky Mountain Razorback, I'm trusting you, baby. What's up? <laughs> How you doing? No, you're muted. You just got to press the little thing on your on your thing. There you go. <laughs> My eyes all yeah. swollen, dog. I'm sorry. I, that's why. I hold on, hold on real off. quick. Flave. Yeah, man. Jump in, but you'll be after Ted. We love you, baby. Sorry. Sorry, Flave. Go ahead. Your eye. Yeah, my bad. My eyes all swollen shut. That's why I added my camera. You got off. smacked but, last uh, night, huh? What happened? My wife got, got tired of my shit, bro. But you know, right <laughs> no, uh, but I just wanted to say though, I, I don't think uh, Flave is racist or anything. I know maybe we're saying that without saying that about some of these. Uh, no, I don't think he is either. I don't think he's party stands. You know, I don't think so. No, I, I was putting I him more in the content create because he's here. I was putting him more in the content creator barrel of people who were sort of like tapping into that audience and being like, I don't know what you're talking about. It seems like they're perfectly fine people on both sides. It's like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I just, I think the big thing is, is Jimmy was a winner, you know, and, and for better or worse, you know, he did it. He got it done, you know, a lot of times until we got to the biggest moments, right? And then, then he kind of crumbled. Right. And sure. that's, that's we all why like we Jimmy. We all like Jimmy. Salute yeah. to Jimmy. Let's, that's why we drafted Trey, you know, and, yeah. and but I think a lot of people have a hard time coming off of someone like that when you've seen the sustained success in the, you know, regular season. So especially after watching this team, I mean, I, I was I'm old enough to remember the 94 Super Bowl. I was at the parade. But, um, you know, then, then I remember seasons where we had one game, one win, you know, zero wins and, and you know, laughing stock of the NFL. So then you get Kyle and then you get Jimmy and finally the ships righted. And, and so hell no, we don't want to come off of that, you know? And so yeah. I think, but I, you know, that being said, I, I've been a, a Trey guy this whole time. Like I, even in the draft process, I was thinking that if anybody can do this, it will be Kyle and John. They can take right. This That's what I thought. And I like, this know. is a big project, man. But if they're confident enough to trade up for it, like I'm open-minded. Absolutely. Like it can be done. We've seen quarterbacks with questionable mechanics and, and accuracy work on that. I mean, f improve on that with good teaching. And it's like, it just never happened. And they're like, well, his, his finger was hurt. His, duh, 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 like, whatever. whatever. And look at the guys that they developed. I mean, you got to yeah. think about Kittle, what he's become. And, and right. you know, late, late round picks, you know, that have really made something of themselves in the NFL that, that doesn't happen, you know. But I, I'm going to say this as well, though. For the guys that want the, the regular guy, the guy that looks like me, you know, six foot and, you know, only 190 pounds and, and you know, all that. To hell with that. I want the Terminator on my damn team. Like, I want someone that's, you know, fucking 6'4", 230, Cam Newton, baby. Like, run like Lamar, throw like, you know, Brady, like, or John Elway. You know, like, I, I don't see the point in having the regular guy back there when you're on the field with a bunch of freaking monsters, you know? Like, and yeah. I, I guess, I don't know. I guess it, it's whatever. It's people's psyche. It's, you know, it goes back deep. But, um you know, that's pretty much all I wanted to say. Though. I'm not here to defend uh, uh, Flavi. I think a lot of the shit that he says is fucking stupid. I don't have to like what he has to say. He doesn't give me any fucking money. And, um, you know, so I think that, you know, for the most part, um, though, 
he seems like a, a good dude. Maybe some of the guys in there that, that are in his camp, you know, uh, maybe they're more on the racist side because I've definitely seen some some dirty comments out there. But Do you remember yeah. Daniel Kelly last offseason? The the scout, the former Jet scout. He was all over. I, he even wrote a couple articles no. for me before I realized who he was. Um, he was He's a little... He's a little unbalanced and he writes some wild stuff, but he basically got a lot of attention from saying Trey Lance sucks. Trey Lance sucks. Like unequivocally a bust. And I think a lot of people looked at Danny Kelly and was like, all right, you're unhinged and no one takes you seriously, but you're getting a lot of attention. So what I can do is sort of do the same thing in a slightly more elevated fashion and get the same attention. And it works. Anytime anyone says Trey Lance is absolutely trash. Uh, you get a hundred million people saying, what are we talking about? It's like, it's like, yeah, give me that. It's like the dude that goes to the, the college campus. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Bullhorn and says yeah. like, all these people are going to hell, including Trey Lance. And you like inevitably someone gets in their face and starts a fight. It's like, that's what they wanted. Oh, people crowd around that guy. That's the you attention know, they wanted. Like, give <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, good to see you, man. Yeah. You too, bro. I just want to say all a couple right. things though, before I got Go off here. Um, sure. Uh, F you, Romilio Sports Report. I can't wait till you get back on your channel. I'm going to be on there trolling the fuck out of you, bro. Y'all are going to be trash this year. Stafford ain't shit. Let's go Niners, baby. And you're, I know you're a big St. Louis guy with that with that uh, Ram shit. I'm probably a big Cardinals fan, too. So Giants would get that ass, too. So uh, peace out. All right, peace out. Romilio Sports Report, he's talking to you. Um, The regular season empire has nothing to say. The, the man, God bless him because he's young like me. He looks young like me. We're both good looking. We're older dudes. I remember the 94 Super Bowl. The only parades that they have in Santa Clarabelle is the escalators going down the steps in the NFC Championship game back out to their cars. So that's, I hope he comes on my show. What is he going to say? Regular season games, right? We beat you six times in a row, but then what about the big game? Right. I but love anyway, when football I just, fans or like sports fans start getting mad at each other about like something. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just sports like, like, when I talk. Like Grant, when we come on here, like be we be there, bro. We, I'll be there, bro. <laughs> when and we then come we can on, really argue about which team's better, bro. Like, yeah, we'll just play. Well, I like play when we come on here. I love it because we have great rapport together. We tag team Kyle, and um, and it's all facts. Pause. I mean, it, is is it really trolling when it's facts? I mean, the guy has lost every big game in his career. Um, he, he was fourth on PFFs. I don't know what that guy was smoking, even over Pete Carroll and and uh, and Harbaugh. And, and McVay, fourth on P the top the 10 head coaches. he won the NFC Championship game as a head coach is because Raheem Mostert went dumb, extra dumb. Man. <laughs> oh, yeah, Cock well, credit. Well, you know what? I only, I think that they only got there because we were out of the playoffs. If you remember 2019, that's probably one of the better teams that they've had. It was a close game in that last regular season game. We missed the playoffs by one game because our kicker missed a field goal. We we missed the playoff. Oh yeah, that yeah, year. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. So I remember that. And, and Jimmy we, actually made the long throw down the field. Yeah, and we it was yeah. like 34-31 at Santa, the House right. of Todd Gurley built Santa Clarville. Imagine if we would have played them in the NFC Championship. You know, um, that's, oh, you that's, know what Kyle would have done. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. They're the lucky we didn't get in. That, the, the way I look at it is the year that the Rams won the Super Bowl, the Niners were the better team. I mean, they beaten you twice, but yeah. Kyle blew it. <laughs> Kyle blew it. 17 points in that game. I mean, probably well, should have found a way to win that one. But he didn't. And, and Grant, you know, you have to strike with the irons hot. Like, you know, look, yeah. OBJ went down in the Super Bowl. We had, you know, it was basically the True. Stafford and, and, and Cup. Uh, you know, we got Stafford because of that. 
the uh, the you know make plays when there's nothing there. Cup and Stafford show in the Super Bowl and NFC Championship game. That's why we got Stafford. And who who um, was slow on the trigger of trying to sign Stafford? Shanahan. Who said no to Brady? Shanahan. Who didn't draft Mahomes? Shanahan. And then he brings in Mullins. He was lucky with Purdy. Imagine the Purdy that miracle though. Purdy didn't even happen. And poor Trey can't even get out there. I mean, the guy's got a, a handful of reps in three years. Um, imagine uh, tr- uh, maybe uh, Trey Lance with McVay and uh, playing behind uh, uh, Matthew Stafford. Um, but I'm glad that we got Stetson Bennett, you know, the, another guy that won a championship in SoFly Stadium, uh, two-time NFL champion, 25-year-old. Uh, so, you know, uh, there's two champs already in our, in our quarterback room. So I love it. But I just want to give you props, man. I, I, I love your show, you and Papa Cone. Trey's God bless him. Yeah, I love it, baby. I love it. And uh, you guys, uh, you know, you and uh, and and Kruger, I love Kruger too. And uh, but you know, SoFly Stadium, you know the 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 place the the place that we won the Super Bowl against the Niners, they can never live. You got to work on filling that up with Rams fans, man. It's it's embarrassing. Well, listen, th- that's funny because you know tw- Rams were out of this market for twenty years. So a lot of these young guys became Niner fans or even Bronco fans. Nah, or man, Bill I know fans. how LA goes, dude. I know how LA goes. It, yeah, it's but it's just not a full. It's not a sports town, really. It's just yeah. Not. You you, you got to win, but you know we appreciate the Niner fans. You know they come out and they buy the beer. They pay three times uh, the price of tickets. Uh, you know because we try to keep them out, so we we, we make them play more. I mean, it's you better know, than it is, it is what it is. Yeah, for sure. But I just wanted to give you your props, Grant. Um, you're always cool. You know, you're 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 you got those hot takes. But you don't you 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 stand by it, and then when you're wrong, you admit it. And Try so, to, I'm and I want everybody to know too. Now. When I when we talk smack, me and you, Grant, about these guys, whatever, we're 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 saying truths, but it's just in fun. We're just yeah. having fun. I hate the Niners, yeah. so I, I I every chance I get, I make fun of them. And for 29 yeah. years, it's been wonderful. But um, but anyway, God bless you, Grant, and everyone in the chat, uh, the Conites, the 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 Conies, and uh, so I appreciate you, Grant. God bless you, right, and. Uh, Take care, my brother. Take care, man. Uh, love that guy. Is is Flav gonna jump in? What's up? I don't know where Flav went. He never showed his face. Uh, Ted H six. What it do? What's up, Grant? How are Thanks you? Thanks for having me. Good to see you. you. I'm a little closer. I'm used to being a little wider screen. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, it's gonna have a take, but like people say that I'm a minion. So can you tell me what to say, Grant? <laughs> Your 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 audio's a little messed up. I think you might need to leave and come back in. Is it? Let me just Yeah, it is. Check. So it's like um his mic, I don't know. I think Hello? you might just need to leave and come back here. Here, just come back in real quick. I'll I'll, I'll get you. I'll get you. Um gonna do Monsa first and then I'll come back to him. What's up, Monsa? What's happening? Mic drop. How you doing, man? How we doing? How we doing? Good. <sighs> Where to start? Where to start? So uh, it, uh, I wanted to get um, that, <clears throat> to talk about these leaks. Um, yeah. I think it's uh, kind of evident that there is a kind of a – there's some bickering going on in the, the Niners front office. It seems obvious, doesn't it? It seems yeah. obvious. Yeah. Yeah. And Kyle is – And when you remember, remember, Kyle had a plan, then, J- then John had a plan that trumped it, and then Kyle had a plan that trumped it, and now John has a plan. It's like – Right. Kinda and obvious. and yeah. I think Kyle's at the point of like, you know what? I, I wasted five. I wasted five years with Jimmy. You can, you can sit yeah. this one out. Yeah, so, that was an arranged marriage. Thank you very much, Dad. Right. So, so then yeah. you go to the Adam. Schefter. Follow my heart. Who do those reports come from? There was a report from Schefter. Then you had Lewis Reddick, and then you had who else say something Chris about Sims? Darnold? Darnold. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Okay. 
So, and yeah. when you look back at it, Schefter, Schefter used to write for Denver. Um, did a great glowing article on the quarterback of the Denver Broncos, which happened to be Bob Creasy. Mm-hmm. Then you can see uh, back when Sam Darnold, back in the 2018 draft, uh, Greasy came out and said that he just, he, he's not very sure that there's a franchise quarterback in that draft. Then he's um, looking at the games and he's, oh, you know, the Jets are in good hands with Sam Darnold. Sam, Sam Darnold has a lot. Oh, he's spoken highly of Sam Darnold since 2018. So I'm thinking that these leaks are greasy. More because you it's, it's just like you know, watching that conversation you had with Greasy, he didn't want to talk about Trey. It was like he yeah. acts like you know, hey, look, I got nothing to do with this kid being here, this kid's not going to be attached to me. And I think that they were looking at bringing in Sam, um, instead of Brock. But when they seen Trey, they were like, wait a minute, I, I didn't yeah. expect this. And now that he looks good, he's making the screen passes, he's making the check downs. I'm thinking Kyle's like, wait a minute. If I can get him to hit these, and I can, and and then along with the, all the other attributes, and I can get him to throw the ball over the middle with more touch and more accuracy, wait a minute, I want to see this. I just don't. I don't think Brock's going to be back week one, and I think that Kyle is going to let everybody do this, and he's going to slip right. Trey right on in. Because if right. he can, if he can have have everyone convinced, that's that's, Kyle, Mason, that's what he does. That's exactly that's what, what he does. does. If he can have everyone convinced that uh, Darnold's going to start week one. He'll mm-hmm. leave it up until the last minute if he can. Sure. And this is how fine. he rolls. Let, let, let the whole league get it wrong. Yeah, that's just how and, he rolls. You know, that's yeah, fine. That's like, I'm not he, gonna, he said that with Mac Jones. Like, I'm not going to work to correct you guys. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So then um, on top of that. It takes the pressure off of Trey. Mm-hmm. It takes right. the target off of him. Yep. And just think, yep. he can play fake that um, that read option. He can, he can do a run off the read option. He can do a play fake off the read mm-hmm. option and never run Trey. And have the defense thinking Trey's gonna run, right. and he can, he can use that to keep okie doke the whole league. Okie doke the whole league, make him think okie. you don't like this guy anymore. And all of a sudden, when he plays, there's a package of plays for him that you yeah. Can scout exactly. or but now for. I can also do the other stuff that Brock's doing because he's more. He you got to be ninety percent on your screen passes. Trey, I think was seventy. Yeah. You got to be ninety. Got to be ninety. You got. He had that one hopper in Chicago. Like that's the kind of stuff that's gonna give make people be like, dude, right. Yeah, but I mean that ball. Yeah. When you're playing with the heavy wet ball, it, I, I mean true. And what I want to say is, when people say he looked better in training in OTAs and minicamp, it was that stuff. It was the quick short throws that he wasn't throwing a million miles an hour. Right, right. Wasn't that the like the most disconcerting thing when he was a rookie? He's like, man, you don't need to throw the slant that hard. Like, right, he doesn't, but it, he doesn't anymore. He's he did not, doesn't. But he he the crossers were he he had a crosser against the Texans that he threw it too hard. The middle linebacker got a hand on it. He throws yeah. the same route in that Bears game. Put the right amount of touch on it, right amount of zip on it. Is he? He's made incremental improvements. He has. Yep. Uh, yep. But a lot of people just aren't going to look at it. They just want to look at it, see what what sucks and what's bad. Yep. Yeah. So I feel you. Um, but I then, mean, what, what happened is he hasn't he hasn't had that much exposure yet. Once once he shows this new short stroke to the Raiders to the yeah. world in, in preseason, people look at him differently. Yeah, they will. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense to trade him because why would you trade him? You put in Sam Darnold. They let's won't. say Sam. What is what is Sam plays better than Brock? What are you going to do? Sign him. If to they were going to trade him, they would have traded him during the draft. They're not. It been, he'd be gone. He'd be gone. Yeah. So yeah. I think they. I think I think they tried to trade him, but I don't think it was Kyle. I think Kyle said, "Okay, you want to trade him? Bring me this." Oh yeah. Let, let me let me know what offers you get. Yeah. Oh, bring the, uh, he oh, probably six. said, "No, bring me this," and then go ahead. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. So because he knew he was, yeah. he knew that the value wasn't there. 
Yeah, I, I just I just take heart in the fact that Kyle and, Kyle and us seem to see the quarterback position the same way. We both wanted to get Trey Lance. Now, he may not be able to coach him, but he also doesn't leak. He doesn't talk to these people, and he's quite happy to let people get it wrong. So I right, think it's yeah. going to play out interestingly. Oh, yeah, and then did you did you hear George Kittle? What do you say? Oh, he's hitting the throws. He's hitting the throws that he used to miss, and I was talking to Kelsey, and we needed to work. And you remember your last call-in show when I was screaming and cussing, and I was, I was actually at work in my work truck. But And I'm like, y'all need to get out there and work together, but – the, the the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is working on his mechanics down in Texas. The backup quarterbacks, the wide receivers, the tight ends, everybody's there. Yeah. You're a little late yeah. to the party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tight yeah. end you. I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. Come All on, right, Miles. I got to get Flav on the show. Thanks you. Thank you. I wish I didn't after Flav, man. I wish I would have won after him. He's Sorry a, about that, man. He's Sorry about this stuff so much. Yeah, he's, he's an easy kill. All right, man. Take Ooh. it easy. All right, man. Later. Flav, you're up. Look at that. What's up, look buddy? That, look at that grin. What's up, Doc? How you doing? Hey, pretty good, man. I so just, where you uh, calling from? Where are you calling from? Just golfing? Uh, I'm on vacation right now. Just, um, just All right. I don't want to blow up the spot because you know a lot yeah. of people. What's I don't up? want the fans, the Grinian showing up to, you know, bothering me. Um, <laughs> you got the foot. Oh, man, dude. I just, I just actually wanted to come on and um, – I, you know, I came in late yesterday, like before or after you kind of talked about me. And, uh, dude, I was I was dying with the, the F Lance thing, dude. And, um, you know, man, bottom line is, dude, like you're you're very like witty and quick and you're good at this, man. So uh, I just wanted to show my show my love and just say, dude, I I, I just think it's hilarious, man. Like the, the back and forth. And um but yeah, the F Lance thing, I was like, what I like about you is that you don't lose your sense of humor or you're cool. Like on that spaces, you just had hella people being like, oh, you're a casual. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, I mean, I that's tough, man. And and that's what it's like, um, you know, because when I first like started out giving my opinion and stuff, I mean, it wasn't immediately like, oh, Lance's trash and whatever. It was like. I don't know about this guy, man. Like, this is what I'm seeing and whatever. And I was still being called racist and, you know, this and that and name call. And and then it kind of turned into like, okay, now I'm just going to talk shit because that's – and I'm just going to try to, you know, get under these guys' skin sort of. And so, um, yeah, you know, that's, that's – It is kind of what it is, right? It's not necessarily about Lance, but it's about Lance's fans, right? Right. I feel like that's what this war is. It's not necessarily like I hate this quarterback. It's like, man, I hate your fans. And that's how Lance yeah. fans feels about Jimmy. Like, man, I hate Jimmy fans. Right. right. Like both these quarterbacks are like, we're kind of friends. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, we didn't choose to work together. We basically like each other. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Exactly, man. And, and it's yeah. like, you know, because if you ask a – uh, like a Trey fan, like what their thoughts about Jimmy is, like their honest thoughts, they're probably going to say he was like a mid, he's a mid quarterback, which is true. And then if you ask most Jimmy guys, like I'm, I'm a Jimmy guy, but still right. I think, what, is he, a, you know, an, an elite quarterback? No, he, he no. clearly was not an elite quarterback. So yeah. I think they even like agree on Jimmy that. and that sort of thing. And, yeah. but it comes down to, you know, whether or not, you know, from my perspective, it's like I was always down to move on from Jimmy as long as it's a better option. And right. I, I don't believe Trey is a better option right now. And so that's my my biggest point. Whereas I think well, real Trey, quick though, sorry yeah. to cut you off, but like I, I'm with you every step of the way that what you just said. 
Mm-hmm. Still, though, the way you frame your criticisms are like 99% at Trey. And it's kind of like with me and mm-hmm. Kinlaw, right? Like, I was against the trade for Kinlaw, but I try to make it clear that it's like, man, that was John Lynch's mistake. You can't mm-hmm. just trade DeForest Buckner for a college player, give Buckner's number and say no one's going to know the difference. Like, that's setting the kid up for failure. Obviously, Javon didn't take it that way, and we had to hash it out. But, like, I was trying to make that clear. Like, Javon, I know your story. I know you're a young man. Definitely not rooting against you. And when I level this criticism, it's 100% leveled at John Lynch. So, right. um, but that's yeah. that's a distinction yeah. I wanted to make. I don't, I don't think you really care. For sure. Well, and my, again, like, this is where it's tough because that's my, my first, uh, you know, my first thoughts when the trade, the trade up and then the draft, the drafting of Trey Lance, when that first happened, I was like, this is going to cost Trey and John Lynch their job. Like this move. Because I did John Lynch gonna, or Kyle and or, John Lynch? Uh, sorry, Kyle and John Lynch. Okay, okay, like, okay. this is going to be the end of them. And I think I would still be standing by that if not for finding Purdy. If it weren't, for Brock. If it weren't exactly. for Brock, it might have already yeah. yeah. And so ultimately, and what that I'm being thinking said, is. Though, like, let me ask you this. When people say, like, man, it's really hard to ride off a quarterback after four starts, like, that does mm. nothing to you? Nothing? Doesn't move you at all? Four starts, 100 throws. <sighs> you know, this is where it gets tough, where it's like, you know, if, if, I think it's like either he he needs to be the best quarterback on the team and and show that, or when he gets his opportunity, he needs to take it like Brock did. Are you saying that he essentially is not the right quarterback for the 49ers, but he could work out elsewhere, or he just freaking sucks? No, I'm saying like in I think he needs three years minimum before we're gonna know to to dial in this stuff. And so you're saying and that, he could work out elsewhere, maybe. May I actually I think given where he is now because we're basically in the third year and he hasn't had you know I mean he's two years younger than Stetson Bennett. <laughs> right, but but because of like his contract with the Niners, I think if it is gonna work out, he's not gonna be here. Because I don't think he's gonna get these things right, that's figured what I'm asking out. You. That's what I'm asking. Right. You. That's exactly right. what I'm asking. You. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if it is gonna work out, it's going to be somewhere else. I don't think it's gonna be I'm here. To feel which that is, way too. Yeah, which is another which is another reason where I'm like, hey, like, because of the timeline and everything, he, you know, if he is going to figure it out, he's not likely going to be here because the Niners are going to have to work it out. I got direct questions wise. for you. I got direct questions for you. Okay, let's say the mm-hmm. Niners ultimately agree with you and mm-hmm. trade Trey Lance for like a sixth before the season starts. Like, he sucks. We don't need him. But we got, we got Brandon Allen and Darnold and all these guys. Um, at that point, if you were proven correct, mm-hmm. he's traded for nothing. Would you at that point criticize the front office for essentially – lighting three first round picks on fire at it that depends. point so, so my it depends my yeah, no like, well here's the here's the thing here's the thing like and what i'm still what i was gonna say was if if brock wins a super bowl and this team in this window wins a super bowl okay. i don't care saving they, that right if they don't then they deserve criticism regardless okay. regardless they need to win a super bowl in this window and i don't like when they say well we came close like yeah well you might have won the whole damn thing Right. Even with Jimmy, if you hadn't, like, I'm not a Jimmy guy, but damn, I feel like maybe in 2021, they might have been able to beat the Rams in the playoffs if they had Panay Sula, right, Tackle? Like, they already beat the Rams twice with Jimmy G. They already beat the Bengals with Jimmy G. Like, it was this close. Yeah, they so, had enough. Yeah. You might have had enough that year. Like, it's, it'd be tough to beat Patrick Mahomes with Jimmy Garoppolo, but you didn't have to beat Patrick Mahomes that year. Right. That was the and year. That, yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of my thing, too. It's like, you're not, people are like, oh, well, he can't beat Patrick Mahomes in a shootout. No one's beating Patrick Mahomes in a shootout. You have to beat him like the Tampa Bay Bucks beat him in the Super Bowl, where it's not a shootout. You know, where you he 
he's he's stifled or um you know it, it's a different type of game if you get into a game that's a shootout with patrick mahomes you're probably gonna lose because he's patrick mahomes and you don't have him and so it's tough you have to find oh, a I different way to beat him for you how do you reconcile yeah. the fact that Kyle Shanahan likes quarterbacks with big arms, wanted Trey Lance, wanted Kirk Cousins, brought in Sam Darnold? Like, I to me, I feel like the Jimmy G, Brock Purdy type quarterback is much more what John what John Lynch looks for because he won a Super Bowl with Brad Johnson. Hmm. Think about that. Yeah, I I think I think it's a uh I think it's kind of like a, a a cherry on top kind of thing. It's like you want to get the guy with with all of the tools, right, but ultimate sure. but ultimately you you know, his offense is is going to be, you know, 80% intermediate. Yeah, everyone's and, offense is. Everyone's offense right, is, for right. sure. For sure. And yeah. so, you know, he's and, – and I guess in my opinion, it's, it's like, yeah, you, would, you want a guy that has the arm to make that throw whenever it can get there, but he's not going to – he's not going to go with sacrifice. someone who struggles. He's not going to sacrifice, yeah. of course. Yeah. Of course. And so, you know, but ultimately we'll see, man. I, I will say this. The one thing that's weird is – the Niners could come out, you know, uh, well, who was the dude that just came out? I can't, I'm, I, I'm terrible memory with names, but he was the old player that just came out like two, two days ago, Schlereth or whatever. Oh, yeah, uh, Schlereth. Schlereth. Yeah. Um, like, why don't the Niners come out and say, this is bullshit? You know, like, this is Thank you. This, I'm yeah. with you on that, man. They do that. I remember a couple years ago, I wrote that I heard that they were <laughs> considering trading for Jamal Adams because I heard that from someone in the league, and they ultimately didn't. And then John Lynch went on KMBR. I was like, I just want to say, I was never interested in Jamal Adams. Like, okay, well, thanks. You didn't have to do that, but I'm glad you set the record straight. Why don't you do that now? Any right. oppor- any number of opportunities to do that right now. And it's like, well, even if you don't believe it, you might want to trade him. So why? But he- exa- well, here's my thing, though. If you did want to trade him, wouldn't you come out and say that's bullshit we love trey he looks great and that sort of thing so the fact that they're not coming out and saying it almost makes me think that they don't want to trade him and that to me is like almost screwing with my mind more because i'm like wait maybe they don't want to trade him and they don't care they want people to think he sucks because then when he gets out in the field the way i look at it is i don't know that kyle and john are necessarily working together on this quarterback thing i think they've kind of been working at odds for years so perhaps Kyle is the one like, all right, man, you know, project whatever yeah. you want to project on me, but I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do. Right. Right. It, yeah. It's weird. It's weird because he, at this point, dude, with all these reports coming out, I guess clearly he didn't have a trade value. Now he clearly doesn't have a trade value. So what's what's your deal? Like, what are, what's your plan? Is it just yeah. to right. not is your plan, plan to, like, to like tank his trade value as much as you possibly can and then play him? Just yeah. Take his confidence. But, and, take his trade value. And maybe it is so that they don't get criticized when they don't play him. Or just then, lower the bar. Lower the bar. So if he does yeah. anything, they're like, genius. Right. Genius. Yeah, look at what we did. Look at what yeah. we did. Like, I got to go, man. But thank you, man. All right, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. All right, man. Have a Appreciate good one. Appreciate it, bro. All right, for sure. Ted, Ted, Ted. All right. Can you hear me now? All right. Eh, yeah. A little bit better. Really? A little That's bit better. Crazy. Okay. okay. It, must be, it might be an internet thing, but go ahead. All right. Well, uh, earlier... Just trying to be funny and saying I don't have an opinion because oh it's all right people call me your minion right. and so I can't have my own opinions with you obviously but obviously I do and uh, you know I was one I kind of came out on the timeline recently saying uh, about the fact that if you're trying to trade Trey Lance you know why would you pump up uh, in, basically these national guys they're getting their info somewhere that they're making it up or it's a leak and why would you leak that Donald 
as the edge if you're trying to trade Trey Lance. It doesn't make any sense. You'd leak it if you're trying to trade Darnold, right? Mm. You know, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's what makes sense. And people say, oh, well, the front office, they would never lie. They would never lie. I'm like, just look at last offseason when they pumped up Trey Sermon uh, right before they, they cut him the next week. They said, oh, he had the best camp of he's ever yeah. had or the best of any player. So we know they've done that. Yeah. And, and, and so it's just it's mind-boggling to me that people can't see this. Uh, it's interesting to say Flav actually said something smart. We're not going to trade Trey Lance. Duh, Flav. So we've been yeah. trying to tell you all along. So, uh, Ted, man, your, your mic is just is broken, man. I don't know what's going on, but you, you might want to restart your computer or something. I'm so sorry, dude. I, I don't know. It happens to me sometimes. But a lot of times what happens is... Oh, is it like sped up with clicking? It's sped up, yeah. That's happened to me a couple of times. Maybe you have too many things plugged into your laptop. Maybe it's... um. No, anyway, no, sorry about it, Ted. Try again. I haven't restarted recently. Restart it. Restart it. Try, I'll right. be here. I'll be here. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, Sachin. What's up? Hey, Grant. How's it going? Good, man. I like your hat and your hair. You look dope. This looks good. I, I need a haircut, but I'm going to Europe soon. So, like, I'm in, like, a... A pickle of like when to get a haircut. Where are you going? I'm going, so I'm flying into England in like exactly a month in London. And then we're going to like the surrounding countries around there, like Scotland, Ireland, and then going to Italy. You know what's nice about England? What? They speak English. Yeah. It's nice. I'm on the wrong side yeah. of the road. It's weird. Yeah. And people. Don't drive. <laughs> All right. What's up, man? What are we talk about? Um, I don't have much to say. I just want to say that, like, this, the the cone phone is, like, the most entertaining, like, however you classify, like, talk show, podcast, sports show, whatever. I mean, like, all the, the different type of characters and people you get on this is just, it's it's awesome. Like, you got, like, Rams fans coming on. You got Flave. You had that guy last week, like, the 20-minute-long the, the rant or where he's yeah. calling you out. I remember I didn't catch it in time, but I was driving to work and it's like a 20 minute drive. And like, I got there, I, I started driving and finished like before he was done talking. And I was like, I oh felt my like God. I'd been arrested and I was like being interrogated and they just were like going down <laughs> the list of things, pieces of evidence without telling me the charge. I'm like, what did I do? Oh, I wrote off Brock Purdy. No, I didn't. You can't prove that. You can't prove that. <laughs> Not in the court of law. I was in the car, so I didn't. I didn't see. It. Like I just had the audio on, but I went back and watched it, and I'm just looking at your face, and you're just like, "Huh?" Like, 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 like come on, dog. Was, oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, it's awesome. And then one more thing. I know um, you and Flave were talking about the uh, Trey fans, like Trey fan. A tr like what is a tray fan? I don't think a tray fan exists. It is to classify a tray fan would be someone who just wants to see what he has. There's no one who's like, oh my god, Trey Lance is the best quarterback ever. Like these, like the Jimmy fans that actually are like upset that he's gone and think he's the best quarterback ever because he wins. There's no such thing as a legitimate tray fan. It's just people who want to see the see the kid play and see it through that's how right. i see it i totally I agree it's like it's a it, yeah uh trey haters say why do you believe in trey why do you think trey's going to be so good no one's saying people just feel like you know that level of investment shouldn't be thrown away and he hasn't failed yet and he should get 
a chance. And when people it deserves it, insiders chance. say he's gotten a lot of chances that kind of pisses people off, which is fair. I mean, again, pra- practice is three not full games, three full games, 100 throws. But yeah. And his numbers are better than Zach Wilson's who got to play 20 or yeah, Sam Darnold, who's on his fourth chance. Like people act like he has like 15 interceptions, three touchdowns through like however many snaps he's played. No, he's like two to one, like touchdown interception ratio. And yeah, he's rushed for touchdowns. He's thrown for deep touchdowns short. I mean, like the first throw of his career was a touchdown. Yeah. Like, like give this guy a chance. There's no such thing as a trade fan. We just want to see it through and see what happens. And if he's bad, then it's fine. You move on. It, It happens. But that's the thing I agree with. If he's a bust, you give him a chance. He just fails. I mean, that's not good for the organization, but every organization has had that situation happen. It doesn't make you incompetent. It just means you're the next guy that the next team that got it wrong on a quarterback to just throw him away after four starts, three full starts after that investment. That is organizational malpractice. Any way you slice it, unless is, is he it goes not- somewhere and is absolute garbage, which I don't think he will be. You know, is it not better if you play him through a full season and you find out that he's not a great player rather than he leaves and becomes Josh Allen? Like, is that not? Yeah, you already made an investment. Why don't you find out? Like, what if, what if, like, some team snags him, like, for like a fifth round pick or whatever happens? Maybe he, like, his contract runs out, someone signs him and he becomes top 10 quarterback. Then you look even yeah. stupider. It's like the Niners are acting like they just drafted him in round five as a flyer. Like, you know, he went to North Dakota State, played a year, he had some upside, brought him in, ah, it didn't work out. Like, no, 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 three first-round picks, not one, not two, three years worth, and a third. Nope, you don't get to just say, didn't work out. Sorry. They act like Brock Purdy was the the big pick, and okay. that's the that's the Agreed. guy in true. Oh, we that have, is we some serious Jedi mind trick stuff right there. But 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 Brock Purdy is the best quarterback in the league, and uh, yeah, just pretend we, we gave just up. Pretend, he, round he, pretend he was the first round. Exactly. I don't want to pretend it's, that. That would be bad. That'd be that'd be like trading up for Mac Jones. Don't tell me that that's what you did. Sachin, good to hear from you, man. Have a good time in uh, the UK. Okay. You right. too. All right, Ted. You think you figured it out? <laughs> I don't think so, Ted. I don't think it's happening for you today, Ted. Ted. I don't know what's going on. All right, Ted. Ted's stressed. He wouldn't even like look at me right now. He did, was he on the show? He was on the show. CJ Gray was popping, man. What's going on, Grant? What's going on, dude? Not much. What hat is that? I can't tell. Oh, of course. Why would I even wonder? It was like, is it a lion's hat? No. Man, I wouldn't be caught dead with anything outside of the Niners gear on, man. You got to be serious about that. Even though yeah. even though sometimes I'm not happy with the team and what they do, I'm, I'm still a supporter nevertheless going on. Like, I think it's my 34th season being a fan of the team or something like, something like that right now. So got to keep rocking with them, man. But <clears> – <throat> I, the whole the whole show and the whole summer has been about Trey Lance. It's it's just forever going. The reason why, of course, three first round picks were given up for this for him, and and in recent history, I haven't seen m- many quarterbacks that get drafted that high. They only gets four starts, 
and then a judgment is passed upon him and he can't play. And it's a mysterious, it's just, it's the organization. It, it doesn't high. happen. It, does, it doesn't matter what team you're on, what situation you're in. Like four star doesn't happen. Injuries. Doesn't yeah, it's just, it just doesn't happen that way. And so I think that's the biggest problem with the fan base right now is that we just haven't seen them play. And it's like, and I think my big criticism seeing them play is can he hit the consistently hit the check downs and hit the hit the less than 10 yard passes, the timing, the rhythm passes that are real short and getting this timing together and getting the pass out and getting it accurate. And that's and he just hasn't had any reps and has any time to really be out there. So we just can't say in this very small, short sample size that he just indeed can't do it. We've seen him make big throws. We've seen him make poor plays too. But, I mean, we've seen other quarterbacks play their first four starts and not be much worse than – not be much better than what he's done or anything like that. So it's just a difficult thing for, for most of us right now. And and then we look at Brock Purdy. They say, man, he's great. He's played eight games. But when you look at Brock Purdy's stature, it looks like your Tyler Heineke, your Gardner Minshew, um, Nick Mullins. It looks like he when you see Brock Purdy on the field, that's what it looks like as far as his stature and stuff like that. So it's it's difficult after eight games to say, man, he is the guy. And, and he might be, but it's just – it's not normal. So we're seeing things – we're seeing trends play out with the football team, which aren't norms. It's not mm-hmm. normal for a Brock Purdy stature guy to be successful in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And it's not normal to see your big, strong quarterback that you took in the first round. It doesn't seem normal that organizations only played him four games. Mm-hmm. And so something, something has to play out. Something has to – when this situation plays out, it's going to have to – we're going to have to see it unfold and not make all these strong opinions one way or another about either guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I it just seems so strange. Like the reason people say like, is it a race thing? Is it an unconscious bias thing is because it's so unprecedented. It's unlike, again, Jamarcus Russell started more than 20 games. Yeah. Jamarcus Russell, like wasn't a real professional football player. Like he was stealing from the Raiders. He was, not doing his homework he was not in shape i mean all the things that you could do without getting arrested like people and he got a fair like even the was like we gotta give him a look i know he's not i know he's 280 pounds and doesn't know the plays but we really got to give him a look like the niners are like not us we're a better organization like i don't know man i, I just wish more media people would call him out like guys i know you've had a lot of success but you can't do this no organization can treat a young player like this. This is not right. The, the NFLPA should be upset. Can't do this to a top three pick. They haven't, so, they haven't done it yet. And so I just don't know what dramatically changed from them saying, hey, we're going to give you the full range last season. He's, he played one game. He got hurt. Now he's, got, now he's the third or fourth guy on the depth chart. What in the, what's going on here? And I, it's just – there's confusion in our fan base more than anything else. And we should be united in confusion about what the organization is doing. And we just have these arguments going back and forth and back and forth, calling people clowns, calling people racist. And 
and have them saying it with their whole chest, this guy's got this going on and this guy's got that going on. The only person that we can really make a good argument about is Jimmy Garoppolo because he played 55 games. But you, you listened to Flav about 20 minutes ago. I think what he essentially said was, look, I don't have anything against Trey. It's I'm really pissed off at Trey's defenders. And I really feel like this whole fight is like a it's, it's an argument, not a necessary between these two factions of people. And they use each quarterback to sort of attack each other, but they're not necessarily attacking the quarterback directly. They're trying to attack the other group directly. And I think, remember Jimmy Garoppolo fans, they convinced themselves that he was like the next Tom Brady. They really bought into the whole Jimmy mystique for whatever reason. And it all blew up in their faces and they all looked like they didn't know what the hell they were talking about when it came to football. So the way that they can pivot is to be like, oh, well, our hero was replaced for this guy. Well, at least our guy's better than him. And so they'll never let it go with Trey because that's their way of deflecting the fact that they thought Jimmy Garoppolo would be a Hall of Fame quarterback, and he's not. He got he got replaced by Trey. And so all they'll say is Trey sucks, Trey sucks, Trey sucks, Trey sucks. It never should have happened. And they've really – and the 49ers have really been able to – with this with the winning and stuff, man, they've been really able to cover this up, man, because in a whole lot of instances – this will be a very, very bad story for an organization because a lot of capital was given up. You gave up the kind of capital that you will give up for an established elite player in the game for a prospect. And and he's not even out on the field. And so it just makes it look like you got there's something to hide here or something. It's just it's just real mysterious. And this and you can you can argue with this thing anyway, which way you want, be based on what they've done because Nobody has seen it for themselves. And that's basically right. and that's basically what annoys me is someone who's seen a little bit, like all the stuff that's open to the media, all the, the practices. And you have like national media that's never there saying that they, you know, acting like they know more. Look, he's just the dude. Like, man, I've been to all the practices. Like, man, he hasn't torn it up, but he's been pretty good sometimes. Yeah, but it, people that aren't there will tell you, like, man, he just looks terrible. And also a couple of years ago, uh, remember there was a report that Jimmy Garoppolo had never looked better in training camp. It was like Man, you're not there. It's not the truth. I feel like the people, like this team, kind of makes up. They can just say whatever happened in, in what, what they can say whatever they want happened in practice and use that as a justification for whatever they want to do. And and one more thing, I was on Cro- with Crocker um, the other like the other day or yesterday or whatever, and he made a very good point that kind of stuck with me is that he said he had went to training camp and seen Trey Lance throw the football and said he was part of the Jets camp in 2013 and watched Tim Tebow throw it and said when he watched Tim Tebow throw, he was like, oh, my God, this is just not it at all. And he said when he saw Trey Lance throw it in practice, he was like, he didn't see anything really wrong with it. And so. No, No, I mean, (laughs) basically, Trey Lance is being um, crucified because he didn't light it up right away. Not that he was bad, that he just didn't light it up right away and then he got injured. I just think that's a an insane way to judge a young quarterback. No other young quarterback gets judged off of four starts and two injuries. Every other quarterback, especially the Caucasian ones, get afforded a lot of patience. Like, hey, man, it's not fair. Because it's not fair. It's not fair. But with Trey or whatever, it's like, buddy, we've given you a lot of chances. This affirmative action is over right now. It's like, okay, thanks. Okay. I mean, hate to say it, but doesn't it feel like that? It, it, you don't even it, deserve to be here, buddy. Yeah, it just 
no matter how you slice it, it is very, very, very unusual. And then to have all these media people come out and have all these great, these big statements about what's going on from people who, for the most part, ain't even been there to even see him throw. So you don't really know. He hasn't played more than four games. So the public hasn't really been able to judge them for, for himself. It's just, I, I don't know how many situations I've seen like this, and I've watched football a very long time, right? DJ, I got to take some more calls, man. But it's always, always a pleasure, man. Take care. Jaleel, are you driving or not? You got to pull over. You good? You done? All right, Jaleel, I see you. I see you. I see you. What's up? Whoa, 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 whoa! Yo! What was that? Can we not put it, like, underneath your, your, your – can you, like, raise it up, dog? Come on, man. Yo, it's a family show, Jaleel. <laughs> you're, you're muted. Can you hear me? Can you hear yeah. me? That was terrifying, bad, Jaleel. Uh, yeah. no, I, got, I got cargoes on. Hey, question. What do you think – what do you think the – the best situation that that happened, like how like the ideal situation, like what's, what's for the quarterbacks, for the yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah, I think put Purdy on pup, let him start the season on pup first six weeks, start Trey, Let's see where it goes. That's what I would do. Okay, yeah. What would you do, man? I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was on Ryan's show the other day. I'm tired of I'm tired of management, man. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I'm tired of him, man. Tired That's of what? All I'm, I'm tired of the um, management, the coaches, all those guys, man. I'm tired of them. I'm, yeah. I'm not even gonna lie to you, man. I'm 27. Yeah. I never, I never witnessed uh, live games of uh, Joe Montana and those guys, but I, I, I re, I rewatched a lot of those games. You know what I'm saying? And like my dad and my granddaddy always told me how they handle stuff and whatnot. And like, man, that compared to this, man, it's just, there's no accountability being taken. Man, it's just piss poor, man. It's just piss poor, man. Like, I'm just tired of them, man. I ain't even gonna tell you. I'm not even gonna talk about Trey and Brock. I'm just tired of those guys, man. <laughs> do they need, a, do they need a, a different direction now that they're eight, seven years in? You think they need a. a yes. If yes. you get rid of Kyle, I don't think you you just get rid of Kyle. You gotta get rid of everyone and start over. Yeah. And I think right. a lot of people would wanna take over this team. It's a pretty nice little organization. Man, listen, yeah. I was telling uh, my brother, I'm cool with us sucking this year, right? Sucking it here. Mm -hmm. Sucking it here. Uh, Jed York firing all those, Jed York firing all those guys, hiring anybody else with some potential, and getting Caleb Williams at number one spot. I'm so serious, man. Because it's like, man, we gotta. First of all, we built it wrong from the get go. That was like that was the first thing first, man. And I was, I was uh, I was gullible at first, man. I was like, man, this might work out. You know what I'm saying? Year one, year two, I'm like, this might work out. Cause they still didn't get no quarterback. It might work out, man. And I look back on it, it's like, man, this did not work out. They built this backwards, all the way backwards, man. But all the way yeah, backwards. Man. And now they're it's now they're in a tough position because they built it backwards. And yeah, everyone's man. praising them for having this great team. Like, yeah, but you don't have a quarterback, yeah. and I don't see how you're gonna get it now unless it's Brian. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, I I don't I don't care about Super Bowl this year. That's unrealistic, man. I ain't even gonna lie to you, man. That's so unrealistic, man. We don't even know our quarterback is right now. Uh. I just want us to find out what we got at the quarterback position this year. I want Brock Anthony to play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I, I have a personal. I, I do have a problem with everybody uh, crowning Brock as a star, man. 
I done seen it happen too much times, man. I'm only 27, but I done seen this happen. It happened with Jimmy. It happened to Jimmy. Yeah, I, I done seen it happen too many times. Man, Jimmy's situation was a little different because Jimmy is an actual starter in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking yeah. – yeah, we can say what we want to say about Jimmy, but Jimmy's an actual starter in the NFL. I'm talking about, like, legit backups having a good script. You know what I'm saying? But, man, I'm just, yeah, man, I want to find out what we got in both of them, man. It'll be nice for Brock to light it up and we got Brock. Or Trey lighted up. We got Trey, man. I just want to find out what we got in one of those guys, man. I hope, I hope that one of those guys are the guy. And if we don't win the Super Bowl after we find out who those, who, which one of those guys are the guys, man, get rid of Kyle and then go from there. <laughs> I'm tired of Kyle, man. Have a good one. Thanks, man. Let me get through these super chats, then I'll get back to the calls. All right. Um, I think I missed a bunch of them, so I'm gonna go through them. Uh, Marco Bravo says, you can't win a Super Bowl in 2023, Dinkin and Duncan. We need a deep threat quarterback that can score under two minutes to beat Mahomes. I agree with that. And I think Kyle Shanahan does too. And that's why he brings in quarterbacks who can push the ball on the field like Trey and Darnold. Uh, Shane, got you. Um, did I? Just want to clarify. Wanting to be Purdy was a joke. It was just incredible how much they brought it. They bought in. Perhaps points to a deeper demographical dynamic. Perhaps. Miguel, I think... If we think the Niners will win a Super Bowl with Brock, we are delusional. Brock is literally Jimmy 2.0. The scheme hits a wall in the playoffs with a quarterback like Brock and Jimmy. We saw it against the Cowboys. I would agree with Miguel on that one. Bang Bang says, I don't think it is Bang Bang. No, Bang Babug says, how are the Niners forcing Trent to put an entire O-line on his back and carry them year in and year out and then beg him not to retire after? That is true. Got you. Benny, love the throwback pick Grant is giving uh, Fruitvale Station OG. <laughs> yeah, uh, Anthony says, just because I appreciate you on your channel, Grant. Thank you, Anthony. I appreciate you too. Scotty Dippin. Scotty Dippin says, not, no, but seriously, what happened to his eye? He, I think he told us. <laughs> Vincent Campo says, I dig Flav 90% of the time. Make him a reg on the show. I don't know. Nadro says, hey, Grant, I am an adult too. Cool frog. <laughs> cool frog was funny. <laughs> How old are you, cool frog? I'm an adult. So you're not. Mike Mosley says, problem with the just playing for Trey is that Kyle will not allow him to improvise. That is why he is so into Purdy, as he will be Kyle's puppet. Uh, Flave, Webster Dictionary defines a Trey fan as someone who calls another fan a casual racist, etc., because they aren't sold on Trey. Flave, you were doing so good on the show, and then you went right back. You backslid. But you know, that's what happens. When you're on camera with me, I make people look good and Relatable, but then you go off on your own and you mess up your own brand. But now, you know, I heard ESPN clearing clearing cap for a cone mega offer. Not interested. I just want to hang out in my basement all day. Uh, Waldemar says, here's two bucks. Thank you. There's a difference between not being sold on Trey and going out of your way to always shoot the guy down based on limited info, Flav. Thank you, Nadro. I would have to say that everyone agrees with that. How much Supreme you got, Grant? Maybe some Yeezys. None and none. Flave says, if people were like, we're all like CJ Gray and the coach. I don't think the fights would be going on. They have a preferences, but also realistic and can acknowledge Trey has some concerning issues. They're legit. Right. You're the voice of reason, Flavio, along with the coach and CJ Gray. Michael McCann says, how will the Lance leaks affect players who actually like Trey? Even if that's how they feel, it's wrong to put it out there intentionally. Good question. I wonder if they're wondering where it's coming from. Ted, last chance. All right. I feel like a bad sprint. Come got on. it. Can Boom. you hear me now? Right, let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sometimes it happens where you have to reboot. You get that yeah. click, click, and the high speed sped up voice. Yeah, I'm, I apologize for that. It's been no, a while since no, I rebooted. Necessary. Got Go everything ahead. closed. The floor is yours. 
Yeah. Well, I just wanted to, you know, come on and say, you know, great show as always, Grant. Uh, you know, it's awesome to be here. I was trying to say earlier about how if you're trying to trade, you know, Lance, the last thing you want to do is say Donald has the edge and the national guys are either making that up themselves or they're getting that as a leak. And there's no way you're leaking that. We don't generally leak much stuff. And if we do, it's for our own reasons and we let them run with it. If we, if, if it helps our, if it helps the front office. So also I want to say like, Hey, I'm a big Shanna fan, but you know, lately I've started to come around with you a little bit on this whole thing. Uh, I, you know, I think, I still think he's kind of a genius in some ways, but obviously not with quarterbacks. I mean, we got this track record now with quarterbacks missing on Mahomes. Um, you know, missing or well, you know, passing on Mahomes, passing on Brady for Jimmy, Mahomes for Cousins, not getting Stafford, uh, keeping Jimmy around as a bridge QB. I still like the Lance pick. I think it's TBD. Uh, but you know, my big thing is like the last thing we want to do is let him go and some other team have him reach a ceiling on some other team where you know Kyle's never going to live that down. He might not be here long if something like that happens. Um, so us as fans, we'll never hear the end of it. And for me as a fan, that's concerning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just feel like Niner fans have been very patient with Kyle Shanahan. I mean, yeah, he's done a lot of good things. He's still about six games over 500. He's had some highs. He's had some lows. He has some embarrassing moments in big games, but ultimately Niner fans are right there with him. They see it from his perspective and they were all in with the Trey Lance thing. You want to trade up for Trey Lance? Great. You want to sit him for a year? Great. We trust you. Now I feel like fans are starting to finally be like, man, losing me a little bit, man. You're losing well, me. You never want to give Trey a chance. Of us, yeah. Most of us want to feel, right? It's like we like Brock too. Great. Brock's great, but you're, you're making Trey compete with Sam Darnold. Wait, you didn't, you didn't explain something to us. You told us Trey was the guy. You told us he was the future in the franchise, and now he's competing with Darnold, who no one thinks is good. Like, feel a little stupid. Starting to feel stupid, Kyle. I have a theory on that too, though. I think sure. Lance wants to compete, just like you said. I want to have a chance to compete because I think Lance knows that part of the reason why he never won the locker room last offseason was because, because people felt like he, so he wants to compete and point. win the locker room. It's a good point. And so, and I think he can. And I think, you know, I, I've been you saying what, what might have happened was he went to Kyle and was like, I just want a chance to compete. And Kyle's like, okay, here's your competition. You again, Sam Darnold. And he was like, no, I meant against Brock. They're like, no, 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 no. Brock's going to be there. Sorry. Well, Brock can't compete. He's not even cleared to play yet. So Exactly. Yeah. I mean, let's hope he's there at camp. Um, planning to be there all the veteran days uh, from 25th onward. So hope I can shake your hand. Uh, but, you know, ultimately, yeah, I think Flave, as we're calling him, I like that. Uh, Ryan from Nova Sports calls him puddles because he says he's about as deep as a puddle. But uh, I don't want to be that, – that's probably not right to take jabs, especially if he's not here to defend himself. But um, – you know, ultimately, we're not trading Lance. It would be foolish to trade him. And uh, we're probably pumping up Darnold to try and, you know, you, you use the term pump and dump. I've heard you say it a bunch of times. That's what I really think is going on here. If Purdy's really is going to be ready week one, then we want Lance to be his backup. We got, you know, the national media has clung on to this thing about like, oh, they signed Darnold the first week, the first day of free agency, like because they don't trust Lance. It's like, no, it's because we didn't know Purdy would be ready week one. And, we, and let's be mm -hmm. honest, we still don't know that. We're hoping that, you know, Purdy will be now, ready. People like, well, well, they got Darnold on the first day of free agency, so that must mean they really like him. What, are they going to wait around for a bunch of quarterbacks to get signed and then sign, get, like, the second wave? They need a quarterback. We all, in the offseason, we were talking, like, are they going to get Derek Carr? Is it possible they'll get Lamar Jackson? Like, no, they got Sam Darnold, a freaking backup quarterback. Yeah, they got him on the first day of, 
the offseason, but so what? Who cares? They could have got Marcus Mariota, and people would have been making the same. Ooh, they would have said that they got Marcus. Marcus was the second pick. Marcus, it's like they had to get someone. We all yeah. knew they were going to get someone. Yeah. No, we're all calling them uh, Six Cent Sammy now because he sees specters. So, you know, the dead people, the ghosts, if you will. So that's something I've been running with. Uh, thanks to David McNiner. He came up with that one. But uh, what are you, you wearing know, right now? What, what, what? Uh, oh, well, this oh, is kind of appropriate. Did you hear? Nice. Did you hear the news? What? ESPN. Did he, just fired? He, he got fired. Susie Colbert first, which really stung, I said on the timeline. And Steve Young, I'm like, ESPN, I hope they get what they deserve for this one. Because, what? Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, what? talk about a guy, Hall of Fame quarterback and not much worse as a reporter. Like, uh, he was my favorite football analyst they have. Steve yeah. Young. Wow. Steve Young. Yeah. Well, sorry, Steve. End of an era. Right. Yeah. Brutal. Mm. All right, Ted. Good to, good to talk to you. Good to hear from you. Yeah. Thanks for having me Always on, Grant. I appreciate it. Always appreciate All right. it. All right. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Dustin says, Kyle, uh, Trey would have been great if he hadn't gotten hurt. He did say that. John Lynch, Trey needs to play, and that's the challenge. If Kyle's in charge, Trey starts week one. Trey starts week one. Yeah, the only thing is, though, why is Darnold here? Okay, to me, Brock's biggest supporter is Lynch. Trey's on the team because of Kyle. Why is Darnold here? Because of Kyle. So is Kyle really that wishy-washy where he's like, yeah, I used to like Trey, but now he, he broke his ankle. So he's not the runner he used to be. So now, athletically, it's not that big of a difference between him and Darnold. So that's my only thing right there. Uh, wonder. Greg T says, do you think Mr. Purdy is the new Matt Castle? Amazing one year, bad the next. Hope not, but it's possible, right? Possible? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I, it's been eight starts. I, I'd be kind of a hypocrite to be like, this is what Brock Purdy is after eight starts when I constantly tell people to pump the brakes on Trey. Nikosh. Hey, what's up, Grant? Um, How you doing, man? Hey, doing good. I just wanted to kind of draw a parallel between what's happening with Trey Lance and some of the stuff happening with the Warriors. First of all, is my mm. audio good? Yes, it is, it is good. Yeah, thanks for asking. Okay, okay cool. Um, so I think that with Trey, there's two possibilities, right? There's only two. Either he's good or he sucks, right? Those are the only two things that I can see. Like, he was good and it's mm -hmm. on the Niners for mismanaging the way they played him and keeping Jimmy the extra year and all that. Or he's just not good. You know, it's, it's one of those two at this point, and we're going to see. So... In the case that he's not good, I think we see some of this like similar uh, tendency to like James Wiseman, right? And, and, and what the Warriors did, trying to reach for this 19-year-old kid that hadn't played a bunch in college and they saw the tools and everything. And there's just really no space for him to develop. Or he could be like a Jonathan Kaminga. And I think Kaminga is about to burst on the scene after kind of being um, not, not, not played as much in the last couple of years. And they're both kind of 19-year-old young kids, kind mm -hmm. of, you know, didn't have much buzz coming in, but um, yeah, what do you think about that? And also, I kind of wanted to get your take on what's happening with the Warriors and Chris Paul. Uh, what I think is that the Warriors have a team, they realize like Steph Curry plays about 60 games a year. Chris Paul probably play about 50 games a year. Like there are stretches where they need someone to run the team when Curry's out. Yeah. yeah. So Paul I could see, do I that. Chris Paul is like, only get it. I want him to only see the floor when Curry's not on the floor. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, yeah. down, I'm, down I'm sure he'll be on the floor in crunch time. I'm sure yeah. he'll be on the floor. In crunch. I, I bet well, I they'll probably not. start too. I hope not. But my question is like, are they both going to be healthy in the playoffs? You know, I don't yeah. know. I just don't know. Anyway, I just want to see Kaminga eat. I think he's going to have a great <laughs> year now. No, uh, it's been right, time. Man. Yeah. Kaminga, I'm not betting on him. Good to see you, Nakash. Yeah. All right. Later. 
All right. Um, what we got? What we got? What we got? What we got? Big Mike. What's good with you, Grant? How you doing, man? Man, life is good. Life is good, man. I just wanted to come tap in with you real quick, man. Everybody else touching on the quarterbacks, and you know, I don't really want to rehash that, but I don't care who plays quarterback. I just want to win the Super Bowl. But I want to talk about my man Brandon Ayuk. That's my dude. I don't think he does. He gets no national attention. No. I live here in Dallas, so you know he really doesn't get any play. But I see superstar like you see superstar, man. Yeah. I think the guy he just he just needs to get consistently fed the football. And uh, in Kyle's system, you know, it's always, you know, I'm going to draw the play up to you, and this is where you go with the ball. But sometimes you got to just give a start of football. Debo, I think, is a better athlete, but I, I know Ayuk is a better receiver. Better wide receiver, hell yeah. Absolutely. After route yeah. running, the hands, the ability to make the big plays, you know, I think if we, we incorporate him, give him the number of – Opportunities that we give Debo and bring poor Debo back some, I think that takes our offense to another level. You know what I'm saying? Because I just see, I see this guy. He's a 17 touchdown guy. 15 to 17 touchdowns, easy. If we and that's just on a run first offense. Yeah, I just want, I just want. I, yeah, I, we got a Kendrick spirit when it comes to IU. Can I just? Yeah, I mean, to me, it's like he's he's in this tough situation where he's on this run first team and Debo gets all the. Debo Kittle and Christian McCaffrey have all, get a lot of money and media attention. So, obviously, Ayuk's the one who falls through the cracks. When really, like, if you thought about it, if you put him on the Chiefs, if you put him on Buffalo, if you put him on any other team that throws the ball a lot, he would look like a whole different player. He'd get more targets. You would think of him more like I, I was comparing him to Torrey Holt, who I thought was one of the best wide receivers when I was a kid. I mean, Paul him and Isaac Bruce. All of Famer, uh, Torrey yeah. Holt. But that's because of the offense they were in, the quarterback he played with. You know, the Niners almost use him like he's Wes Welker or something. He's always lined up really close to the tight end or the tackle, and he's running these little choice routes five yards downfield. It's like, man, this dude is Amari Cooper with toughness. Like, can he get down the field, please? And see, that's what's going to end up happening. You know, the money going to eventually force him out. I don't think they're going to be able to pay him and Debo over 20. But you, he's going to end up with somebody that's going to covet what he has to offer. Uh, Jacksonville, somebody like that, playing with Trevor Lawrence, somebody that's going to actually appreciate what he has. And then we're going to see this dude go to all pro level. And then we're going to be left here standing looking like, oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, appreciate the opportunity, man. Keep all right, man. Thanks for calling in, dude. Hopefully, Brandon and I you're here for a long time. Take care. All right. El Jefe. Thanks for thanks for pulling over, man. How you doing? What's up, man? Can you hear me? I can hear you, yeah. Question. So okay. do you believe that this scenario is showing cows limits? Because again, I'm a uh again, I'm from the DC area. So I remember mm -hmm. the whole RG3 cousins scenario. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not going to say this is the same scenario, but maybe he doesn't know what to do with a black quarterback. Because, I mean, he may be a genius in a lot of different ways, but maybe he doesn't right. know what to do. And, you, you know, Possible, and right? I mean, did he really know what to do with RG3, or did he sort of kind of bastardize that skill set? Because you know I mean? it sounds like he liked Cousins a lot more. But, I mean, again. Right. I right. It's like, he, it's like I think people – he likes a certain style of quarterback, and you could say that's whatever, you know, but it's a style. Right. right. It's a style. Yeah. But then it begs the question, well, why pick him up? Why why give up so many draft picks to get him 
What's interesting to me is like, look, compare Andy Reid to Kyle Shanahan. Like, a lot of people say Kyle Shanahan's better than Andy Reid. That, that Andy Reid just has better quarterbacks. Well, Andy Reid has had very athletic quarterbacks in his career. He doesn't use them like running backs. He exactly. had Donovan McNabb. They weren't running zone read. I mean, it was a lot of screens. Exactly. He had uh, Michael freaking Vick. He wasn't running a bunch of zone reads. It was screens. I mean, he makes, the, he makes life really easy on quarterbacks. He doesn't, and he protects them. When Kyle Shanahan gets these types of quarterbacks, all of a sudden it's like, hey, man, you want to play for me? You're a running back. And we all know that's not going to last very long, but good luck. See how long you can do it. And see, that wouldn't be the that would be the coach. That's not the quarterback. That's the coach. And people call Kyle a genius for that when really Andy Reid is the genius. You look at Donovan McNabb. He had a Pro Bowl year late in his career with uh, Philly. Andy Reid could kind of tell he was on the way out and about to be washed, but he still got a Pro Bowl year out of him. Went to Kyle and Mike in, in Washington and immediately stunk and was like, hey, man, like I'm getting killed. Maybe we could put some more screens in like Andy Reid does. And Kyle's like, don't tell me how to do offense. So that's not the quarterback. So let me ask you this, because as somebody who watches the team on the regular, when yeah. when Trey was starting, do you feel like the game plan was different? Because I, I know the team looked different with Brock on the field, but again, the coach calls the plays. So right. if the coach is in this The only time play, Trey got a serious game plan was the Houston game. That's the only time he got a serious game plan. Every other game plan was ridiculous. Okay, but wasn't there, but, but I do believe, wasn't there a little something with uh, Jimmy playing around? as well with that like because was that not one of the games where uh we didn't know he was kind of iffy so nobody knew if he was going to come in on which that? one because i'm not sure was, i'm was not sure the game? maybe maybe yep and, maybe. And the yeah. game played, like a little off right because they, they didn't have jimmy to fall back on you actually had to use your quarterback the right way in that game yes see so again i mean that wouldn't be that wouldn't be the player that would be the coach right if, and that's why it'd be interesting like if they had just gotten rid of jimmy garoppolo as soon as they got trey lance where would they be right now because sitting Trey Lance for a year didn't help him. And having Jimmy Garoppolo over his shoulder didn't help him. The one time Trey Lance played when Jimmy Garoppolo was inactive, it looked good. What? That's a good point. That's a really good point. I don't so think maybe, having Jimmy around things, the last two years helped. All things that could be pointed toward the coach and not the play. Right. Agree. I totally agree. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Jimmy the rest of his career now that he's away from Kyle, the genius. I, I, El Jefe, I, thank you. I honestly believe he's going to stay. Yeah, me too. That's, just my, me that's too. just my opinion. I think that's on him too. Jefe, man, good to see you. All right, man. All right, take care. Um, two bucks from Chad. Thank you, Timothy. Other than it being sad, said that Kyle has always liked Darnold. Is there any other connection between the two? Um, they tried to trade for him uh, a couple years ago. Apparently, when they played him a couple years ago, uh, Kyle was like going on and on and on to the team about how good Darnold is, and the players were like, "No, he sucks." And Kyle's like, "No, no, no, he's really good." And then they played him, and he sucked. Chad says, "Did you see the poem written by the journalist?" For the Philly voice, it's pretty good. Would love to get your dad's opinion during the next Cone Zone. Haven't seen it, but I'll check it out. Uh, Waldemar says, I hope Brock or TL5 ball out. Quest 4-6. All right. Um, mm-hmm. Jaden. What's up, my guy? How you doing? Good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How's my uh, audio? Perfect. Awesome. Um, so we've been talking a lot about quarterbacks and all that stuff. My favorite position is running back. So... How's Elijah Mitchell? Like, what's that all looking like? Do we have any updates, or what are your He's thoughts been on that? Scenario? Last year, he was coming off a knee injury. He was hurt. Well, that's actually not true. He was not healthy in minicamp. I'm a little concerned about Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, He'll be out there too. for a practice or two, and then all of a sudden, you see him on the sideline running around. It's like, did you pull something? What happened? Mm-hmm. Man? Why are you always hurt? Yeah, so I, that's why I'm a little bit more bullish on Jordan Mason mm-hmm. at this point because he's always I'm re- healthy. 
and I'm really high on Mason too, but it seems like they're kind of like very similar, but um, like, I don't know. Mitchell just seems like he, he has the speed, like Mason and Mitchell to me, they have very same like skill sets, I guess. Um, but I don't know which one I would want better. Cause I haven't been able to see Mason in enough games to be like, okay, I want him over Mitchell, you know, but the injury, if we're talking about injury, like pure injury, then definitely I want Mason over Mitchell because it's literally like every two games he's out and then he's out for eight yeah. games, you know? Yeah. That's, That's crazy. The, how are you going to win a yeah. Super Bowl with that? You can't. Yeah. So, I mean, like last year, I don't know what the issue was with, with Mason. They kept trying to make reasons for why he wasn't ready. Yeah. Now he's been on the team for a year. He knows the offense. Like he should be on the field. Well, and he was ready because he was getting like five, six yards of carry. Like, I think he had 270 yards, 190 were after contact. Like, he's a really good player. If, if he gets more more touches, I think he he can make a very big impact on the team. Um, definitely one of my favorite running backs from the past few years, for sure. Yeah. I've also been interesting. Yeah. What's your favorite position to, to cover in the NFL? Like, quarterback. Okay. <laughs> quarterback. Quarterback, yeah, quarterback, Kyle. Quarterback. Yeah, Kyle. That's the thing that's kind of crazy about football. It's ultimate team sport. There's 25 different starters, but really, it comes down to one position almost more than any yeah. other sport. It's kind of it's funny like, like that. Yeah, it's it's like it's the the heart or the mitochondria of the whole entire team. Yeah, it's like of any sport, you know, you could say it's like the quarterback and the team. You know, it's yeah, exactly. Brock Purdy and the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Jaden, mm-hmm. good to see you, man. Hey, good to see you too, man. All right, man. Take care, Spinner. How you doing? Hey, Grant. How how's it going, man? So it's good. Been man. How you doing? A couple of years since I've been on your show. Uh, it has been. I always watch you. I always reply in comments, uh, that kind of thing. Anyways, mm. about three years ago, I came on your show and said uh, what they should do is pull an Al Davis on Kyle, and that that saying force him into being an OC and get a real head coach. Because Kyle has no friggin' clue how yeah. to coach people, how to be a leader of men, how to not destroy his own team by talking about how bad they are in front of, of the media, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. It's just pathetic. I, I know he's a great OC, but as a head coach, no. Uh, him with Trey, like I said earlier, um, the only way Trey's ever going to get in is if somebody's hurt because he's going to absolute Kyle is going to absolutely force Trey to do his plays. And when he doesn't, Kyle don't like that. Mm-mm. Kyle wants, I, I, I've heard rumors that Mullins got into a spat with the, uh, Kyle because he made a fantastic play, but it wasn't per Kyle's play. And he Kyle wanted him to throw an interception in instead of, of doing team. what he wanted to do. Yeah. 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 And it's like, what kind of coach is that? Kyle's ego yeah. is so huge that he can thinks he can be the quarterback. Right. And it's just pathetic. Uh, yeah. I, I think Trey, uh, it, needs to be given an opportunity to play. 
but I don't think he's going to get it. I don't think he, unless Purdy's not ready, and for some reason Darnold is lousy, which, well, we already know he is, uh, I don't think he's going to ever get a chance to play unless some uh, people are, are, somebody is, you know, out because of an injury or something like that, simply because Kyle has seen that, well, look at his first play ever uh, for the Niners, throws a touchdown. The next uh, few plays, he ran them into the line. Who runs a quarterback in through the A-gap? Why? I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. No yeah. other. Why are you team, playing with fire? No you know what happens. You've been around football. You know what happens. <laughs> what are you doing, dog? Fire Man. the great says I 100% agree with spins taking. Why I said Kyle's 50% OC, 10% head coach, 40% ego. Yeah, 40% I think that's 100%. Dash of cinnamon. I think that's 100. I think it's more like 80% ego. And <laughs> well, I I know he's a good a good right, OC, but. I think he's 80% ego. Uh, it's it's pathetic. I, I really can't stand Kyle. Uh, I think Brock Purdy's good, but almost 50% of his teams that he played had a losing season. Come on. Of course, he's, he's able to put up 35 points against losers. But when he played Dallas, when he played Philly, he looked horrible he looked like garoppolo too or interceptolo too i should say you know <laughs> and anyway. i gotta go through a, a few more calls but i appreciate you man. all Thanks right you around. have a great rest of your day sir all right have a good one i'm gonna get uh jay bird tc's walking around looking for the perfect place lincoln's getting his hair ready and blaze jam is either pulled over or not but i'm gonna get all you guys and then i'm done so we'll start with jay bird what zj bird what it do what's good man can you hear me I, yeah where you calling from I'm calling from Arizona. Cool. All right, man. What's up? Yeah, too many Cardinals fans here, but too many. Uh, can, uh, did, you know, did you know Brock Purdy when he was a high school kid? He's out from out there. No, all right. No, I didn't. I'm new here though, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I, I, I live in the same city he grew up in, though, so that's cool. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, but um, to continue off of what he said, I really, I really agree with the whole Kyle getting a head coach thing, but I feel like with his ego, I think he more be more realistic if he got an OC like how he did with McDaniel. And kind of run it that way. So kind of relieving some stress off of him in terms of being a head coach and a offensive coordinator at the same time. I agree. I mean, so many people criticize him that way. Like, man, you're more of a coordinator than a head coach. You want to prove people wrong? Delegate that. Delegate. Mm -hmm. Make an offensive coordinator. Let him call the plays. Say, I don't need, I don't need to do it. There's so much more do I bring that I bring to a team than that. Be one thing he could do. Andy Reid could do that. Yeah, because I feel like, especially in that Eagles game, in the in the championship game, like that first uh, drive the Eagles had, like, I feel like he must not have been paying attention or something because why did he not challenge that play that Devontae Smith dropped the ball? You know what I mean? Like, was he not paying attention? Like, because it was a clear replay. Like, everybody saw it. Everybody it seems saw to me it. a head coach doesn't miss that opportunity. Exactly. Coordinator might. Yeah, exactly. Right, because he might have been, been on the sideline looking down. at his plays, getting ready for the next drive and stuff. Right, it's fourth down, and he's thinking, yeah. okay, what is my first play on my next exactly. We're going to get the ball. Is there, there's going to be a turnover on downs, potentially. I'm going to need to have a play ready exactly. in 30 seconds. And, and so that's where his brain is. Instead yeah. of watching the game. Just look at the big old jumbotron screen. It's showing you. Live if you're not watching the game, dog, who is? Exactly. You're the head coach. You're supposed to be. You're the head coach, everything. man. It's, D'Amico can't do that. 
Anthony Lynn yeah. can't do that. No, hey, they're Kyle, being coordinators. To... They're being coordinators. They're looking at their position. It's group. not their call to say we need to we need to challenge yeah. this play. That because yeah. if they're wrong, what's well, Kyle going to say? Thanks a lot, asshole. No, it's on you, dude. You're the head coach. Exactly. You, you, yeah, you, exactly. Do you want to burn this challenge on the first drive of the game? Well, you didn't. You should have. That was the exactly. game. Exactly. And Maybe another thing, elbow would be in one piece if you had. If, yeah, if you weren't so worried about throwing the deep shots at you, right? Mm. Anyways, <laughs> um, uh, I, know, I know you said that you don't think that Brock Purdy is capable of winning Super Bowl. He's a good quarterback, but in terms of just getting over that hump, you think he can't do it? Do you think if we brought somebody in like Kirk Cousins, he could truly get us there? Because I know that's like a big thing Hell right no. now. No? Yeah. Well, I get, well would no. Trey Lance be our best option then? I mean, what does that even mean? As long as Kyle... Any quarterback Kyle has as a head coach is getting hurt. I'm sorry. Is yeah. that morbid to say? It's happening. You're getting hurt. Sorry. Yeah, that's why it's like, well, so gonna even if Trey Lance is not the starter, I feel like I still get a good chance of seeing him this year. But you think he comes in second or do you think those reports with Breer and Sheffield? It doesn't matter, good? man. It doesn't matter, dude. Whatever. They're all going to play. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I really like People say like, oh, you can't say that Kyle gets his quarterbacks hurt all the time. Look at Matt Ryan. Well, Kyle wasn't the head coach of that team. Yeah. When Kyle has ultimate power like he did in Washington because his dad wasn't telling him no. And here? Co- they do the quarterback you're on your own otherwise because usually head coaches prioritize uh, protecting the quarterback that's what pete carroll does but yeah. kyle he likes having he, someone he can point the finger to well my quarterback was hurt well my quarterback is gonna make him look better and then if it works out and if it doesn't work out then he has all the excuses right yep that's right jay bird thank you man all right have a good one all right later blaze jam you, I, and then lincoln because blaze jam's pulled over what it do hey Grant, how are you good how are you Good. Uh, let me turn my fan on. Sure. Be better. Um, shout outs, uh, Jesse, Jesse Naylor. I like your guys' talks. So I'm a big, big Trailblazers fan, 49er okay. fan. I live out in the Northwest, so I can relate. Um, oh, nice. And Papa Cone, you got, I mean, there's nothing, nothing better than a father son relationship. So shout out there. Thank you. Um, I think everybody's, I don't think it's a racist thing. I think it's, uh, with, with Kaepernick and and trey i was a, a huge kaepernick fan until until he started acting like a fool and and not because of the reason he he did it it's how he did it um if you're gonna if you're gonna use that platform it's fair it's fair. It's fair. use it use it to bring people together instead of shoving it's people fair. apart and and you know go especially go in your own team especially right. your own team yeah. right sure. I, same as lebron don't be a political idiot do use your yeah. platform to pull people together not push people apart yeah. Um, and, and so with that being said, I, I mean, as a Niners fan, I'm rooting for Trey cause well, one, you, you'd use three first round draft picks to take the guy. And you'd think most Niners fans would root just for that reason alone. Like, Hey, right. we don't want to, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, important. you bet. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause like you were yeah. saying, uh, you said it before, if you could have used those three draft picks to draft uh, a right guard, a right tackle, um, <sighs> yeah, I, it's frustrating. Those and then whenever those picks might have delivered you a, a Lombardi Trophy by now, right? You and know? then so you're, you're, you're just going to keep something. you're just going to yeah. keep running three first round draft picks up to center. And I was telling my we, I was speaking of father son relationship. I was watching the game with my dad, and I was like, "That's that's how we're going to use three first round draft picks. We're just going to keep running them like a fullback up to center." And then and then people are like, "Oh, he had his chance. He had his chance." Well, how did how did Peyton Man, I know you can't compare him to Peyton Manning, but how they're not even close to remotely the same quarterback. But mm-hmm. was was he a waste after his first four games? His rookie season was a disaster. Yeah, 
and yeah. and so yeah. um yeah i just what i was rooting for as a 49ers fan it wasn't seeing what trey could do it was watching him develop so that he could develop into a into a starting quarterback i knew he wasn't wasn't didn't have a lot of a lot of uh experience coming in i knew he he was green coming in, but you got at least got to give him a give him a shot and play him. You know, I just I saw it as like the dude got hurt week two, and that's not his fault. And then he was going to get another chance this year to be the starter, but then Brock stepped on the scene. It was great, and he gets all the credit yeah, for that. Fun to watch, but then yeah, Brock got hurt too. <laughs> Brock got hurt too, and I thought like, okay, here's the perfect opportunity for the 49ers to do with Trey what they did with Brock and say, okay. Yeah, we're not going to rush you back. We're going to use this as an opportunity. See, we have this guy. We still like you, but we need to know we have in him. And so Trey's our guy for now. And they're like, no, actually, here's Sam Darnold. There's a competition. It's like, yeah, what? Sam, Sam, and, and Brock's going to be back as soon as he freaking can be. It just seems like the wrong way to handle this, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't. It's dumbfounding to be honest with you. Why? How Jed's sitting back going, yeah, you guys got it. Go ahead. Just have, yeah, has go one, ahead. have, have fun. I'm glad fun. that more and more fans are calling in and saying, like, can we talk about this ridiculous structure that the front office and coaching staff have put together and not just like, boo, Trey, boo, Brock. I, you know, so thank you. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, what, Watson Purdy was a blast. I mean, it was. You had, a, you had a caller earlier that was like, or maybe it was a, a message. It was like, <sighs> my father-in-law hasn't watched professional football since yeah. Steve Young. And he was yeah. – he was getting a hold of me. He didn't have my mom would have loved Purdy so much. Yeah, power. he was getting She's a hold like of me. Mullins. Like, hey, can I? Yeah. can I watch the game with you guys? Can I come over and watch the can game I with you? And I'm Purdy. like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but as a Niners fan, it's like this is a freaking disaster. Um, yeah. We got uh, higher standards here, man. And people that love Jimmy, it, he won a lot. But as soon as he hiked the ball and you see him look at his first read and it wasn't there, I'm like, oh, I was god. like, oh my god, here uh, we go, here we go, here we go. Yeah. Here we yeah, go. Disaster. The anxiety. Disaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Congrats. You threw yeah. a pick six and stepped out of the back of the end zone. Surprise. Nice. Nice. Blaze so, I got to take one more call. Anyway. Thanks for calling right. in. Absolutely. You, man. Take care. Lincoln, you're the last one of the day. Grant, what's up, man? <laughs> Can you hear me? What's up, man? How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> man, you, that's what happened to me last time I was at the hospital the other day. My hair was out like this, and this dude was yeah. just sitting in a chair, and he looked at me. He just started laughing. I was like, I like it, man. It's I'm good. glad I made your You look like a guy who doesn't give a fuck, which I like people like that. Yeah, I, I, that is. No, you me, look like you're a good looking guy. I'm not saying, right. but I'm just saying, I don't think you really care, which I like. Uh, yeah. Anyway, what's, what's up? You got to find that 5G connection, baby. Find that 5G. I lost him. Man, at least we could establish that his hair is funny, though. Lincoln, you had it and you fumbled it. You just pulled a Kyle Williams in the NFC Championship game. You just pulled a Sam Darnold in every game he's ever played. You are the Sam Darnold of the stream right now. Just fumbling. No, he's back. Lincoln. We believed in you, Lincoln. Oh, he's back. Oh! How about now, buddy? Yeah. Talk. Sorry, it's Hawaii, Talk. man. Go. Wi-Fi is weak. All Hawaii. right, can you hear me? Okay, okay, okay. Yep. All right, two comments. One, love you and your dad. You guys are by far the best. You've helped, helped me and my dad's relationship. Uh... Two, I was kind of thinking, I know this won't happen, but I like your reverse psychology with the Niners tactics. I'm thinking we hire uh, Lynch as the head coach and let Kyle just do the OC because we need a man. Yeah. And my question is, who does pick our players? Like, do we have a clue? Like, actually, who does? Because, man, 
we we have an amazing roster outside of our head which by the way i do think trey lincoln lincoln Earth the Lincoln. But I can't prove that. Anyway, I, Lincoln. Son in the sh- I'm here. It's not working. It's not working, Lincoln. I'm sorry. You, you're gonna need Wi-Fi for this one. It. You're gonna need Wi-Fi for this one. I'm sorry, Lincoln. I'm gonna it was get, nice to meet you. I'm gonna get some better Wi-Fi next. Time. All right, man. It's okay. I'll remember you. Will you remember me? Don't let your life pass you by. Sorry, Hunter Era. What's up? Grant, what's up, man? Hey, I'm sorry. I'm in, I'm in Texas, man. The the heat is crazy. The sun is crazy. So I got. I heard it's hotter than fuck out there, on. man. Look, man, hotter than hell. Man, it's hotter than Satan's. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> man, I, I, man, I've been meaning to get on for so long, man. But I've been watching every show, you know, the whole step of the way, man. Uh, and just gotta give you your props, man, for. You my one stop shop for keeping up with my Niners, so that makes you know my days go by a little bit easier. You know when I can go to one reliable source and get all my news. I don't agree with everything you say, but a lot of it. Do I? You know, is, is I say something sometimes. Like, did I just say that? Damn. Yeah, I'll be like, man, let me get Grant up on Twitter, man, because he he not making. <laughs> I know you didn't mean that one thing you just said. <laughs> like, yeah, you probably right. Yeah, man, but um, man, something I did want to drop. On your mind, Grant, and some I just really want the whole fan base to think about when it comes to the 49ers. And it's more so towards in regards to the to the Trey Lance situation. You know, everybody, you know, keeps on like the other day y'all were talking about, oh, who's leaking all of this news, right? Man, sometimes y'all gotta realize that the leak might not always be coming from who you think it's coming from. That could be coming from Trey and his camp. Because they trying to force the Niners' hands to make a decision. Like, he probably reading the room like, all right, yeah, they got me here in training camp, but do they really have my best interest at heart? I mean, because at this point, a blind man could see it. So if I'm his agent... Doesn't it seem like right, the only reason Trey's still on the team is because there's not a clear indication of when Brock Purdy's coming back? Like, there's a plan, there's a calendar, there's a schedule, but it hasn't happened yet, so they can't really do anything with Trey. Exactly. Bro, yeah. you don't want to be the backup plan for the prom, right? You want to be the guy that asks and she say, yeah. You don't want to be, well, hell, well, if I don't go with, with Brock, yeah. then I'll go with you, Trey. Like, yeah. you don't want to and, be and, and if guy. I go with Brock, you can't go to the prom. Sorry. Exactly. Right, yeah. yeah. Then I got to sit at home looking like this, you know? So, you know, as far as the leaks, it could be that, right? Now, here's the here's the other thing about that whole situation and why we moved up to to draft Trey, I think what it was, the 49ers probably had somebody else in mind, right? And they probably got some bad intel. And they was like, got on draft day, and they was like, what? They not going to take such and such? So people looking at Trey, man, we could have been moving up for Zach Wilson. We yeah. we don't know. Maybe they heard. Yeah. Maybe maybe Solid was like, "Hey, man, we're not taking Zach. We're gonna take somebody. You know what? You never know. We're gonna man. take Justin like, Fields. We're gonna take Trey Lance. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You never you never know, right? So uh, a lot of this stuff, man, it's really no point of us sitting here going back and forth because 
we don't know and we will probably never know. That's why the best product for the NFL is, hey, what happens on the field, right? Because you got to think, man, this team had Trey as the starter last year with Jimmy on the roster, with Brock on the roster. What the hell happened in between him getting injured week two to now outside of Brock and his eight-game stretch to where y'all considering Sam Darnold over here? Yeah, there's no explanation for that one. Come on now. At some point, all of you Kyle defenders, all of you, um, all of you bewildered Jimmy guys who are mad because Jimmy didn't work out. At some point, you got to sit down and be like, "Hold on, our head coach who we love so much, our GM who we love so much, made this guy the starter last season over Jimmy and over Brock. Why did they do that? Right? So." Man, I'm, a, I'm I've been a Niners fan since I was a kid. I will always root for the team through the highs and the lows. But at some point, y'all gotta realize, man, what's going on right now is not normal, bro. Mm. It's not normal because it's one or two things: either we moved on from Jimmy, basically, and drafted a mediocre quarterback in Trey, and then we got lucky with Brock and the whole league passed him by and now it's looking like like that's not the way good teams are built bro the the Chiefs didn't get lucky on Patrick Mahomes the Bills didn't get lucky on Josh Allen they saw a guy they looked at the guy tape they brought the guy in figured out hey he's gonna he's gonna be a good fit for what I want to do or hey he might not be traditional to what I do, but I'm going to build a system around him that works, right? The Panthers, Cam Newton wasn't the best passer of the ball, mm-hmm. but they put mm-hmm. – Ron Rivera put a system around him that worked. It got them to the Super Bowl, right? So regardless of them taking what Cam was the number one pick on Cam, yeah. it don't look bad now because you won – had several winning seasons and you got to a Super Bowl. What we're doing right now in the quarterback position – when you look at how good the rest of this roster is, it's criminal. And any other head coach, any other GM would have been fired. The only reason Kyle is still around is because of his last name. And the only reason Lynch is still around is because Kyle obviously wants him to be there. And there's no other way to look at this, guys. If this season does not work out, I know this might sound like an extreme take, Bro, it's time to start over because y'all can't get the number one position on the field right. At this point, it's past the point of, oh, it's Jimmy's fault. No, it's his fault. This It's past that point. Jimmy, Brian Hoyer, Nick Mullins, uh, C.J. Beathard, all of these guys, Trey, Brock. Now, we don't got Brock injured. So if the kid don't come back and look right, we don't know because Genius Kyle decided to block him with a tight end who can't pass block and got him injured. How much longer y'all want to do this, man? And, Greg, I'm sorry for running and talking, but I'm trying to get you a viral clip, baby. How much longer y'all want to do this? Huh? Yeah. How much longer y'all want to do this? Y'all y'all want to always be a quarterback away? We've been yeah. a quarterback away Kyle whole time. Yeah. That's, that's a, right. That's all I'm saying, man. It's, at some yeah. point. How long is – how patient can you really be as a – 
as a fan. I mean, I understood being patient when they traded for Trey and being like, all right, well, that's going to be like two, a two or three year project. But now that it's clear that the Niners did no work on the project and gaslit you the whole time, like how much more patience do you have? How gaslit, much? bro, all, all the way yeah. through. Look, it's like, yeah, I'm doing my homework. It. I'm doing my homework. I'm doing my homework. You didn't do any of your homework. None of it. None and of your homework. Thing, I'm going to give you an F. If they would have bought Trey in and said, hey, he not for right now. We're going to keep him on ice for a, few, for, for a couple of years. Then he's going to be that guy. But they didn't really – they never set a plan for a trade, right? But anybody looking can see, okay, he probably wasn't a year one guy. If we wanted a year one guy, that would have been Fields because mm -hmm. his athleticism would have made up for when he didn't have a pair. He, he didn't have older, had more experience, yeah, all that. Older, more experience. If you draft in the project, say, hey, we drafted in the project, but we drafted this kid with the highest of intentions, with the highest of knowing, the highest belief of knowing he's going to pan out to be that guy one day. What we're doing right now shows me, A, a lack of leadership. And we know this team has a lack of leadership because if I spend all of that capital on a quarterback, my locker room is not about to tell me right. that we that we going to yeah. push him to the side for Jimmy Garoppolo, who done lost us too many big games to go back and, and mention at this point. Kyle, you the coach. Yeah, you the coach. You the guy that's hey, I'm gonna be here when Kittle's gone, when Debo's gone, when Jimmy's gone. I'm still gonna be here. Look, yep. if Bill Belichick can win a fight with Tom Brady, I don't want to hear nothing about the locker room. The locker room on there, Jimmy. I give a damn what the locker room wants. Cause guess what? When the players age out, when Debo come come in this season, he might have a good season because he's saying he's gonna get healthy, even though he wasn't at training camp. Working out like Christian McCaffrey is when Debo come in this season and he's just a little bit more in shape than he was last season, but still have another mediocre season, they're gonna want to move up off that contract, right? So don't tell me the players' opinion matters that much. Because when those same players get when they not living up to their contract, you ready to get them out of here. Correct. I'm pretty yeah. sure they don't want to leave the team. I'm pretty sure they don't want to be let out of their contract. The way I look at it is Kyle's team. afraid of making decisions, so he lets other people make them. Yeah, and then he gets in lines about it. Close games when it's time to make a tough decision, banana hands. Banana hands. It, it, that's all I got Decision for you, making man. is not his thing. <laughs> that's all I got for you, Grandma. Right, I done went on. I done got my rent out. Like I said, I'm going to try to come back on weekly, man. Love talking to you. Keep up the great work, brother. All, all right, right Hunter. Take care, man. That's the show. Two-hour Mondo episode today. Again, I'm doing it because I'm gone for the next week. I'll be back like the 8th or the 9th. And we'll, you know, and then training camp will start. If you feel me. Hold on. Uh, Kittle talking up Lance's. Lance sounds like team buying. It is interesting, right? You got all these insiders saying Kittle's, you know, nothing flattering about Lance, but Kittle does. Josh Wyatt says, I want to talk to you, Grant, but I've got nothing to say. I don't understand the direction of the franchise. What are they doing to fix their issues? Nothing. They're saying there are no issues. It's very much like Leslie Nielsen. Nothing to see here. Don't worry about it. Nothing. They're printing money. They have job security. They're happy. So they don't really want to raise the bar on themselves. That's it. It's the cone phone. Thanks for calling in. I'll be back in like a week, but stay tuned. I'll be in New York, and I'll show you all the best pizza and hot dogs. Pizza and hot dogs. Also, they have these things in New York called Nuts for Nuts. Have you had Nuts for Nuts? Do you know about Nuts for Nuts? These street vendors where they kind of like roast up cashews. 
peanuts. Really good. So if you've never been nuts for nuts, you've never felt nuts for nuts, I will help you experience that feeling vicariously about nuts. Pause. Thank you very much, everyone. Take care. I will see you soon.